Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast to number 157 with Noob Type. Noob Type, how are we doing today? Hello, hello. Doing quite well. I'm excited for uh, that. We I just had Saxophiller on the cast, and now we're having the back to back like go to PVMer. So uh, I'm really excited to talk, and I know you've been highly requested. Let's let's just like get a little bit of the history with how you popped up on the scene. Was that through Twitch, or were you already um, pretty like recognized? I wasn't known anywhere really. It was mainly um, it all started because of Toa really. So mm. my best friend Sido, uh, I didn't, oh, uh, before this, at the time I didn't have a Twitter or a YouTube, so I had like no social presence. And um, when, when I told him that I got a uh, 460 invoke completion, at the time it was the highest invoke completion ever, and he tweeted that out for me. What an awesome guy. So yeah. th- th- this is literally like week one, right? To do a 460 um, or week two or something around there? It was before they released the fan kit. Mm. I forgot when that was. Actually, hold up. I think I have the dates here. August 31. Okay. And Toa came out when? Do you know? It's like uh, August 24th or something like that, right? August 24th. Oh, so for literally first week. Wow, that's so. And for those listening, I mean, I'm pretty sure this was the case. You'll correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't like the weren't the invocations a little bit harder or some something was oh, yes. different? What, how what was that? There there was a lot of things actually. So, um, so you know how you level two and level four bosses would inc- would alter the mechanic level of mm-hmm. each boss. So that um, back then. Mechanic level would alter at level one and two, so you would have like six memory Aka at level two, machine gun Zebak at level two as well. Holy! As well. And and the scaling, the HP scaling and defense and all that were also different too. They are, they were doubled compared to how it is right now. <laughs> Holy! Really? Wow. Yeah, and, That's ridiculous. And, another, and Shadow was still like really really 
really, oh, really bad. Yeah. It still had the 3x accuracies and 3x damage. So your max hit was like 67 with salts. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, yeah, because I remember... So you did a 460 on yes. by the end of the week. And mm -hmm. I remember... Um, when the fang kit, or before the fang kit was released, Port Gazar did a 500. Must have just been shortly after you, and that would that looked so stupid. Like the amount of random glitches he had to perform just to get that done was just ridiculous. So when they actually did announce, and of course changes were made to Toa, um, like since that, but when they released the fang kit and it was 500, I was. I was so like shocked. I was like, what are you? What are you doing? Like, this is crazy. Like, this is gonna be basically we're gonna have to be like Port Kazard level. But uh, obviously, a lot of changes have been made, including like what you said, the shadows been buffed and metas are formed, basically. So, oh, another thing about the five hundred. So, um, the 500, 500 completion that me and Port did. Mm -hmm. Um, so we 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 did those, but we completed ours. Yeah. On the same day, but his was first. Mm. But we ran our we ran different methods. So um, the crazy thing he he did in his run was um, the Zibak Venge Bomb. I was like, what the heck? I, I I would never think of that. And that is such a big brain strat. <laughs> that, that that was really cool to see. So it was possible to be completed a different way. You did it the yeah. traditional way. I'm imagining. Yeah. So um, the way I did it. So it was kind of funny. It was kind of funny at the same time because when people heard about my completion, they looked at my invo list, and at the time this wasn't at the time this wasn't even meta. Um, it was yellow Karis with on a diet and dehydration on. Port uh, Port's run he didn't he had those off for tickets and healing for venge bombs. Mm. So when people saw that, when people saw my invocations, um. Oh, but, well, first, uh, when people saw my 460 completion, people were congratulating me in game and stuff. But when they saw my completion and my invo list, okay, they were like, okay, how did he do it? What kind of <laughs> bugs did he exploit? I'm like, what? So what happened here? Well, how did he go from congrats to, like, interrogations? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it happens. <laughs> well, they're probably just confused that, like, if if, you know, just, you know, shortly before that, you just popped off on the scene from somebody else, you know, from Sido. It's like, you know, people are probably going to be suspect, uh, but ultimately, and so had you been streaming this? Like, did you stream your 460? Did you stream your um, 500 at all? I only this? streamed uh, the VOD of it, but um, mm. so uh, at the time, I only had like, I'm not, I only started like a month before and now we have like uh, 100 followers and stuff. Mm. But when I, when I started getting a uh, known through Sido, um that's when people were like where, where do you watch this guy and stuff <laughs> i didn't even planning on like streaming much but a lot of people like wanted me to wanted to see me play yeah and then that just uh and i mean your your name became obviously like familiar after those achievements and uh now it seems like you've been pretty consistent with streaming it seems like you've been actually I mean, for the past, uh, what, like year and a half now at this point, um, you've done some other crazy achievements on stream and you've been doing like what I deem to be impossible and you're just like grinding it on stream. <laughs> I just, oh. it's just crazy. 
So let's um let's rewind again. So after the 500, you decided to go for a 770. Can you just explain how that was even possible oh, for those? Yeah. Oh yeah, for for oh, yeah. for those that don't know, and maybe just a little bit more background around that time. Yeah, so, um, the max invo possible in game right now, in main game, is 600 invocation. But um, back there is a bug that became known where you can have literally all mutations of the same set activated and having those on will actually increase the level as well as level scaling as well so 7 770 is literally all the invocations on including like all the time invos all the death invos and every single supply invo but always it would always count the last like invocation so if he if if hardcore is on it would just count hardcore instead um but uh, the levels from the other invocations of that set would also be in, counted in towards the, the level. So all so, for so for those wondering, like that would include like the monsters' defense and HP, correct? Mm -hmm. That would all scale proportionally to seven seventy, but just not all the invoca obviously all the time invocations wouldn't add up or subtract or whatever. <laughs> okay. Yes, <clears throat> so. I got I got the preset from someone because I actually wanted to do it. I knew like it was like having having all having multiple invocations was bad because like pe I know people would, like actually take advantage of the, take advantage of that. So like I knew the risk that if I actually complete this, I'll get I'll possibly get get banned. <laughs> so what was it? Just purely just to do it, just to be like just to have done the highest invocation basically like that <laughs> basically the hardest challenge in the game at that time yeah pretty pretty much that yeah okay so it was totally worth it so how how quickly afterward did you get banned did it did it require you to actually post the achievement in order to get banned <laughs> or like do you think you would have gotten um, banned regardless i think we would have gotten banned regardless hmm. but so i i didn't i didn't know when they were going to do it but i felt like there was going to be a ban wave because there 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 were a lot of people abusing it I think like 100 players got banned mm -hmm. for abusing it, including me, of course. Then, um, <clears throat> at the time, uh, I didn't even I didn't even tell anyone that I got the completion. I only told like my, uh, some of my friends. Then mm. I think two days later, I sh I ended up finishing my video. Then release. Then ended up uh, releasing it. Yeah, that was uh, pretty great. People were just like, it, I mean, it was purely just humor. I mean, it was like, you know exactly what's going to happen, and yet you decide to do it anyway. So you got a, a two-week ban, is that correct? Yeah, so, so funny enough, it, um, I, when I first got the message, it, it said um, a two, two or three, I think it was two or three days. Then literally uh, someone PN'd me saying oh did they uh, did they increase your <laughs> did they uh up the amount of days on your bed i'm like wait what so i checked again then it said two weeks i'm like what oh no way <laughs> was it just to like be standard with like everybody else kind of or what uh i think so yeah okay interesting Is it... <laughs> yeah and that i mean it makes sense they obviously couldn't have not banned you but um just because of all the all the drama that was going down so i feel like they had to make it fair across the board yeah. um 
around that time, you know, people were just grinding it just for more purple chance, it seemed like. I think there was, um, well, more, obviously, like seven. More purple chance and um, to get an easier, like, kit as well. Oh, yeah, because like, the were, kits were already released. Yeah, the kits were released, and you're able to do like a 500 with like all of the hard invocations off. So you can do like Aka without any invocations and such. Oh, that's yep. a good point. That wasn't just for purples. There was also, I, I think this is debunked, but there was like some glitch where you could enter into the reward chamber one at a time or something and like log out or something. Something was going on well, with yes. purple. What I was remember, that? Yeah. So the. Um, what people did was they they ha- had to do something with like rerolling purples. So if they logged out, in a way, uh, the purple, <clears throat> if they had a white chest or whatever, they would like mm-hmm. log out in a way. Then once they enter the chamber again, um, it pretty much rerolls the chance of getting a purple. That is crazy. So you would need to have at least done it in a duo, right? Because you need one yeah. person outside. Because if one person, if it's if it's only you, um. The instance is gone. I heard like people had done that, but it was never like malicious. Apparently, at least that's the last I heard about it a year ago or something. That like it was a it was the case that that was happening, and there were some instances of it, but it was like nobody did it nefariously. Like it was just kind of like accidental or something like that. Or maybe they did it once and they didn't abuse it. Do you know any more on that? Um, not quite, but. Yeah, there would definitely be people who would take advantage of that. Mm. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy like month. I I, f- I felt like that was all in the first month of TOA. A lot happened, and uh, there was definitely a lot of drama just regarding the whole thing. But that makes a lot more sense why people were because there were I th- I believe three permanent bans on the invocation bug. At least what I'm trying to remember on that tweet. It was yeah, like there nine. there were three permanent bans. I, yeah, I think. They like did multiple runs of that. It would be my guess. Mm, yeah. Well, it seemed like, at least according to, I'm just trying to think because this was like a year and a half ago. I made a ramble on it talking about like Seven's perm ban and there was like a couple others, but Seven was like the prominent name. But apparently, it was due to like him just repeatedly just running these as as much as possible within the time oh, frame okay. that it would be. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, interesting. And, you know, it kind of sucks because, like, ultimately in this game, there are things that are, you know, what, like, people could imagine it's bug abuse. Like, for example, when, I don't know if you remember when Cerberus could be, like, completely AFK'd. Like, you could stand on a corner of, like, Cerberus and just Tebow it, and it wouldn't do any attacks. And you could Oh, I heard about that, so... Yeah. yeah, so that is something where and, and people were literally streaming it live on Twitch, like, hey, well, like this <laughs> is heck? this is a new method, you know? So it's it's really hard sometimes to gauge if things are a new method or if they're just straight up bug abuse and you're gonna get banned for it. It it really feels kind of pick and choosy. So I, I do have a hot take. So I think mechanic and bug abuse are the same exact thing. It's just people say bug abuse because it's a bad thing, but people say mechanic because it's a good thing, or they think it's a good thing for the game. Yeah. So, in this case, for Cerberus, uh, I... Yeah, so the boss would stall... Wait, so you said the boss would, like, not attack you at all? I think it was something like that. It was, like, some sort so, of red X or something. 
So if, if it's something like that, people would say bug abuse because like you pretty much like take out the challenge of the fight. But it's, if that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, but then you would just see another example because at that time, I mean, all three of the main wilderness bosses were able to just be totally safe spotted and then remove all the mechanics from the boss and just hit it until it dies. But that was deemed fine. So when the Cerberus thing came out, it seemed like on that tier of bug abuse where like maybe this is just going to be the case now where, you know, people exploited and found out about the wilderness safe spots. So why is this going to be any different? But, you know, it really is just a matter of whoever, whoever the J mods are and whatever the community sort of deems is like fine that ends up going. So ultimately just, just tracing it back to the like invocation bug. I do kind of feel bad for those that did get perm banned for it because it's like, I don't know. Uh, it just it just feels like another case of this is something in the game that can be abused, but I don't know. There's there's always a little bit of like discrepancy. I, I don't know. It's it's yeah. hard to gauge. And and as well, this is my personal take. This might be hot take, but I feel like when it's not being done by like just anyone, like Cerberus could be done by a lot of people, but like those high invocation like TOAs in the early days, not many people would have been able to do them regardless because it's not like you're just getting a free raid you would still have to do like a full ass raid but it's just going to be slightly easier so it feels like people really kind of like ganged up sort of like oh my gosh like these guys are just abusing the purpose like just kind of like creating a narrative in their mind like these guys are just totally abusing this for purples or whatever and they need to be permed but it's like it's easy to shout that out when you had no real I don't know, like you, you were, you didn't even have the potential to abuse that almost because this is just like out of your skill level, sort of like I just saw a bunch of noobs yelling and like good perm them, like grabbing the pitchforks <laughs> and everything. So I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay. So let's um, talk a little bit after this now. So after like the TOA, after the 770s, what was your sort of mentality on TOA? Did you want to start like back? So after like the invocation bug was patched and everything, what was your kind of goals at that time? Was it to, I, I'm just, I'm trying to remember the timeline um, because TOA was out for so long without other new content, awakened bosses and everything came out like a year later. Um, Let's see. So I I wanted to uh this is this was an old challenge of mine. I wanted to do like a one plus seven six hundred, mm-hmm. but uh that that project got scrapped. I, mean, I only was able to do one plus two. So after the seven seventy, I wanted to do like something crazy, really. So another one, I another challenge I did was doing a six hundred without Karis. So doing that, but the importance of Yellow Karis in a 600 raid is uh, Yellow Karis is your biggest source of sustain. And without that, it makes like sustaining like really, really iffy. So like now <clears throat> P1 Warden can deal like 75 damage, both orbs, and you can't really, you can't really heal, a, heal that if you don't have a Karis. Same with a P2 Warden. Uh, without a Karis, you're going to get, get uh, obliterated by Warden itself. So the other al- alternative to that is to literally redemption <laughs> every hit. Is that um, 
chanceable? Like, is is it possible for the warden to hit over a ten or over a nine? Um, I should say. With quiet prayers, uh, his warden's max hit is fifteen with mage in range. I think its max with melee is like a ten. Mm. So, if I if I dropped if I dropped below fifteen HP, I would immediately proc redemption with locate orb, and that yeah, that was my main source of healing. I see. I see. <laughs> That's how, that's how I also did my uh my five hundred as well. Oh no no the thing is, um so the early five hundreds during that week, potions were also bugged as well. So Ambrosia's no longer became a an Ambrosia's and adrenaline were became a one dose on an accident. So if you were ever to take double power from the spirit, you would only have two adrenalines in total. Oh yeah. During that week. So another thing is, um, when people when people saw my uh invocation list, they were wondering how I got through Zebak and Warden. Because you because uh, uh Zebak would destroy you with cry prayers and uh Warden you'll need like three people assumed you need like three doses of adrenaline. But I thought otherwise. And I literally redemptioned uh, P1 and P2. Then I... <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. So what are, what are your thoughts on like Toa in general? Is that your favorite? Have, have you... Obviously, you've probably done all the raids, but I know you and I feel like most people know you for all of your Toa feats. Is that your favorite raid? Uh, no, it is. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, of my uh, endeavors there. Yeah. Before that, it was Chambers. And uh, okay. yeah, so a long time ago, uh, I played in Twisted League. The this was the only challenge I've done before Toa, so I wanted I wanted to become the first person to do a Death SCM in Twisted League, but um, I got really unlucky on the whip. Then whoops, and <laughs> I was stuck at Abyssal Demons, uh, yeah, Abyssal Demons for like three days. Trying to get a whip. Then, oh my god. Unlucky. Then, uh, <laughs> I think on this, um, the second day of me grinding the whip, Wilkes gets his whip in like eight minutes <sighs> out of Bissell Demons. I'm like, what? Then he sends the Solosium on that same day. I'm like, no. Oh, that is <laughs> so, like, in a different reality, if you had gotten better RNG, you may have been the first. Yeah. Damn. Unlucky. Yeah, that's just pure RNG. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, that, that, that was really the only challenge I've done, and uh, prior to Toa. And... Okay, interesting. So, uh, what like, I'm just trying to imagine a type of player because I put you in the classification of like Wooks and Port Gazard and all these Giga gamers, unpredictable and just doing like just crazy stuff. What like is that just? how you're built as a player like you just want to keep pushing pushing or did this kind of develop over time like because i'm imagining you didn't just you know start playing runescape and just all of a sudden are really really good at the game i'm imagining it took a lot of practice and a lot of like just playing the game for hours on end to get to a point where you want to push yourself harder so what explain like the journey behind getting to a point where you want to just push the limits of this game so my first like drive of doing that came from my very very old clan. So 
this cl I wanted to learn chambers back in the day, but and um, because my cl my clan leaders were the ones doing it, but they were also leaders as well, and they 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 didn't want to teach me. So, so I, then I thought, I'm gonna learn from someone else, then I'll become better than them at it. <laughs> Damn! So it was like a little. It was like a matter of like proving yourself, basically. In a way, yeah, because yeah, they they were they were also like toxic too. So yeah. like, <laughs> I, I want to have the mindset just like I want to prove these guys wrong and like so badly. <laughs> it works. It's a motivating factor. That's for sure. And uh, what do you call it? Shout out to uh, chemistry for teaching me. Oh, nice. He taught me. Uh, he taught me uh, chambers and top. Oh wow! What a throwback. Um. Okay. So. Toa was released in August of 2022, and then 2023 goes by, and all of a sudden there's talk of, you know, Desert Treasure 2 bosses coming out, and I was expecting when DT2 dropped in the summer of last year that they wouldn't release the Awakened bosses for several months, because I swear they just, like, talked about it a week before the release, basically, like, hey, are you guys interested in this? And then I swear, like, a couple days after the release, it's, like, already in the game without any sort of, like, beta or any, like, really no analytics based on what the difficulty should be. And yet they nailed it. I feel like they absolutely nailed those bosses. They're fair and they're challenging and they're, like, short and sweet. They're not, like, Inferno level length. So what are, you, what are your, like, overall thoughts on the Awakened bosses in general? And uh, then we'll start getting into some of the crazy stuff you've done with them. Um, with uh, overall, I think they've done a really, really good job because it made like most of the player base even struggle, including me. Uh, the only the only uh, take I really have is Whisper. Whisper is like the most like tedious. No, the weekend Whisper is the most tedious one to do because it's just so slow. Mm -hmm. Record is like six minutes, <laughs> and six minutes is already like it already sounds long enough. Yeah. Now that one did feel it's just long. It's like one I, I would probably say it's the least enjoyable as well going for it. It's probably the easiest, I would imagine. I mean yeah. I had a yeah. yeah, so there's not much of a difference to Waking Whisper because literally uh there's nothing that alters you to like play differently, really. Mm -hmm. It just adds a it just adds like uh adds more pillars to solve. And it adds like more downtime for you to kill the ghost and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like there's really not much of a difference besides like if you take damage, you're pretty much bound to die. Really. Yeah. So, like, which it's it's it still it's still it's still a difficult fight. Like it definitely took me like um, you know ten plus attempts for that one just simply because of stupidity. Mainly because of the shield mechanic. For some reason, I just panicked and I would like try to take a one second look at the pillars and then just inevitably mess it up because there's five you have to do and I, I didn't really know the strategy behind just looking quickly but uh yeah now if, now if you compare these to the other three bosses you definitely have to play differently so fart drivers for example you cannot you cannot camp the yak spawn otherwise the spawn will actually damage you so now we now we can't now you have to stand elsewhere and and there's also like an, one additional axe you have to worry about Plus, there's also two heads during the enrage phase, 
So now, so something like that, where you're you're forced to play differently. Okay, so now let's. Uh, I guess let's talk about some of the crazy stuff. I remember a tweet that you put out that you had all the world record times of the awakened bosses at once. That is nuts. Was it? Oh, yeah. what, what do you What do you think was that? I mean, obviously, most people probably weren't grinding awakened bosses after they got their blood torva, so there wasn't like a huge. Uh, selection of players that were doing it but still that was an insane accomplishment <laughs> yeah there, there weren't that many people really competing for it and i was what do you call it? i was also like developing methods on my own and uh, just so happened to get it i just so happened to get all of them and i was like hey that's cool <laughs> oh so you <laughs> weren't even really this. pushing for it you're just like let's just just randomly yeah, let's it. just get it yeah <laughs> and then right now I don't have like all four. I only have I only have Duke Rec right now. Mm. Uh, that's the only one that remains from that tweet. I think uh literally oh, wow. after, it, it's yeah, remained so, since then. Yeah. So wow. literally after a day after uh I post that tweet, Whisper Rec gets taken. <laughs> then um I think someone beat in my Vardorvis, but I literally took it I took it again on that same day I tweeted it. And uh, Leviathan, I don't think that one's broken until like a month later. But, uh, well, yeah, so. Well, even if the tweet only stood for a couple minutes, it was st still ingrained. So that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. um, the other thing that you ended up doing was, and I don't know if you were the first for this, you'll have to kind of explain the background of other players, but you had done all four. Uh, bosses and you i think you've done this multiple times at this point doing all four bosses all four unique ones with one inventory oh yeah so this is this is a uh, this came from addy's challenge so he had a challenge going on where um for weekend bosses so one of them was doing all four in one inventory where uh was the one who did it first i did uh i did it myself uh much later because i was i was actually like really busy that month and I only heard about it last minute. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> then, then Addy offered me a uh, hundred mil uh, for me to do it because, like, I I missed out. I pretty much like missed out on the challenge. Mm. So in compensation, yeah, he offered me a hundred mil to do it. Then, okay. So that that was that one. Then I want to talk about the probably the craziest thing I'd ever seen in my life which was initially Port Gazar doing a 22 Awakened Leviathan in one inventory. That includes, most people saw this, but for those that may not have, that includes having all 22 orbs in his inventory for the kills and as like they go, and he can't pick up any drops. So that, <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening? <laughs> when I saw that, I literally was just like what the literal fuck like i thought the awakened leviathan was like you know and, and this is before i had done it yet so i just imagined this being like one of the hardest challenges in the game obviously once it's solved it really is a matter of just playing perfectly but that's still insanely difficult and then i swear it was like one or two days later i don't know you randomly post just came out of nowhere and you're like here i'll just do 25 so 25 awakened Leviathan in one singular inventory. Didn't you only have like one sand view in your inventory? Um, let me or, check. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pull up that tweet as well on my end. 
So I had purple sweets, a sand few, and a rune pouch. And 25 orbs. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah, that was also one of Addy's challenges. That I was also like really late on. So like I ended up doing it like much much later when I when I had the time. Mm -hmm. What 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 goes in? How many awakened completions had you had at that point before you decided to send twenty five in a row? Um, let's see. I have a video up on the side. Uh, four hundred. <laughs> Holy! Yeah, I can I can link you the video. It's okay right here. I wasn't planning to do an edit for this because uh, I want to go for the absolute max eventually. Twenty five okay. isn't the limit. Uh, Twenty seven is. No way! So that would what 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 is that exactly? Is that just the rune pouch? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So that really requires. So what? What was the whole thing with sweets? Was there like a, a rule that you set yourself that like? So the rule was karate challenge was mm -hmm. you can only use twenty five sweets per orb, and yeah. So in the video, I had pretty much twenty five for each orb, but I didn't end up using all of it. So, do you so, think... Yeah, yeah. So, now, uh, 27 uh, is literally, yeah, literally just room pouch and 27 orbs. And... <laughs> would, would you be so allowed now... to, like, wait and, let like, let your HP regen? Or would you set yourself your own limit on that? Um, I wouldn't wait for, I wouldn't wait for HP. I would just wait for run energy. That, that one's more important than HP. Yeah. Okay, that would be important. And then whatever HP you gain, like the the little bit of HP. You gain <laughs> yep. So, like, is that are you intimidated by? Like, is that something that you would see yourself being able to do in like one or two attempts, or do you think that this would I, push? I was your actually tempting the other day. Oh really? Yeah, I can show you where I died. Uh, okay, let's see it. You want me to leak it to everyone too? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll just I'll just take a glance. Let me find it real quick. Yeah, you're good. I just have this uh, Wake and Leviathan on the side, but three hours, three hours and thirteen minutes of just pure concentration on this twenty-five Awaken Leviathans. Oh wait, is this unlisted? Uh, it's unlisted, but oh, oh, there's, a, the there's, there's a public playlist I have that shows my unlisted runs, so. Okay. It, it's it's public, but um, marked as unlisted. But. Wow. I was, let's see, how many morbs am I missing? Three. This was the 16th kill that I died on. Oh no. Uh, okay. So can 
are you, okay just what what's going through your head at this point you seem like a pretty calm person like are you just like do you just accept defeat and move on or were you pretty much like i hate this <laughs> like like oh, do this again uh i just say like oops <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I mean, I guess to be fair, anybody that would like have like a rage problems or just get really pissed off at things probably wouldn't be doing these kind of insane challenges anyway. But oh my god, like, what what exactly happened during this run that went wrong? Was it just like a misclick uh, or? Yeah, it was it was a misclick. So you, um, over, so over the east wall, I accidentally clicked over that wall, so it passed me into that little mm. little uh, corridor then i ended up taking a uh, chip damage because if, oh, if you're not near the if you're not near the pathfinder you take uh chip damage through prayer Ooh. but if you're under the path if you're under the pathfinder you're uh, as long as you're using the correct prayers you're you'll take absolutely zero, zero damage from the viathan <laughs> that, that one misclick uh, killed me i'm like no okay can you explain the air staff and the shield and then just the lack of rune pouch in general yeah so this this is another setup i'm using so okay. apparently with my first setup um i would have to i'll I have to i would have to average four prayer points per kill if i want to use up my my uh prayer only so to make things easier i would um Having air staff and shield would it would allow me to sneak in prayer. So now now I can average twelve prayer points per kill rather than four. But, and on average, I use eight prayer points per kill. Okay, but how is um, how are you bringing twenty seven orbs in the first? Or is this like because you have to have a Tebow, right? So how are you equipping? Or I'm just I'm lost as to how how you could have 27 or, or or was this a 27 orb run? 27 orb run, yeah. So, um, so my inventory consists of a Tebow mm -hmm. and 27 orbs. And then the air staff and shield I'm I equip. But what what about your uh, rune pouch? Oh, or the runes. So the yeah. the runes come from the Ring of Shadows. Oh, holy so shit. Air staff at Ring of Shadows allows me to uh, shadow barrage. And whenever I shadow barrage, you have to equip that air staff no matter what. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is nuts, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, that is just... That's crazy, dude. That is some crazy shit. Okay, and just... I, I want to also just put this into perspective in, in case people are... You know, maybe thinking, okay, well, if you can just do an Awaken Leviathan, you know, you can just do it multiple times. But you got to keep in mind, like what he just said, you have to preserve your prayer points. You can only use a maximum of eight prayer on average per kill in this. And that oh, is... 12 prayer points. 12 prayer points, but I average eight. Okay, that is crazy. That is so nuts. Not only that, you have to maintain your run energy because you have you have no access to sweets. Oh my god, dude, <laughs> dude, that is nuts. That's some crazy. So, wait, when do you think? I mean, I I guess I shouldn't really ask you this, but I'm just curious. Like, do you think you'll be able to get it done pretty soon? Is that the plan? Uh, or are you just sending it whenever you feel like it? Kind of. 
whenever I have the time, I'll, I'm, I'm sending it. And I guess you only, I mean, unless you fail early, you only really get one attempt per day. I mean, it's not like you would want to be grinding this all day anyway. I mean, it, it already is an all day thing anyway, but <laughs> holy crap, dude. I think, I think I estimated the time for me to take to complete this. It take, uh, the run will be like four hours and around 30 minutes oh, for to get to completion. I am just so mind blown by that. I, I swear to God, like it's just we're we're at the point where like we just see. I, I feel like people are getting to the point where we just see these kind of things and we're like, wow, like another one of these. Okay, move on with my day. But like we gotta. I am still just in disbelief about how <laughs> this stuff is even possible. So like seriously, yes. like huge, huge props to like the accomplishments you've done. These these are just insane. Like absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. I was planning to make a video for an edited video of the twenty five, but when I thought like I can go, I can go like further. Now um, then, I'll make a video on that one instead. Oh my god, that is, you're, you're crazy. Okay, so wait, like, <laughs> let, let me hear about this. Would it be possible? Well, okay, this is actually just stupid. So don't actually like don't take me <laughs> seriously on this. But I was just thinking, what if you know you're trying to do a twenty seven run, but now you're gonna try to do like something even higher, but you have to get the orbs from the kills themselves. So you have to like keep running it until you get good enough RNG, where like you start picking up additional orbs <laughs> that land on the ground. <laughs> just, don't don't actually do that. Don't listen to me. I'm going crazy. If I were if I was about to do that, mm -hmm. I can like take in like a much much better gear, especially like a room pouch. So I don't have to, I don't have to, I don't have to equip the staff every time. <laughs> Yeah, but they, it would still be like heavily reliant on RNG. Oh, yeah. sp speaking of this, <clears throat> um, what are your thoughts on the, I mean, obviously Awakened bosses for you seem to be just repeatable. It seems like you've forked out uh, several bills, I'm imagining, on orbs. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I guess I'm just asking, like, what are your thoughts on allowing these to be like more freely accessed to the public? I a lot of people have like their solutions to fixing like uh replayability but mm -hmm. i think like i do think like we should we should use orbs but ha also have like a some sort of refund system if you get a kill what would you think of that so, like, like what, what's your idea for it my idea was have a chance of refunding your orb on on that same kill you did it Okay, just a chance. Like, so, what would the chance be? Like 50 50? Probably like one in four. Okay. Because most people are just thinking, you know, you should. And again, if, it, if this was the case, you could do some disgusting feats with this kind of system. But a lot of people have just been, if you get the kill, you should just get an orb guaranteed. And that would, you know, it would still stabilize the. Well, actually, no. I mean, the, the orbs would get cheaper because ultimately people would just get super, super good at awakened versions and just be able to do them freely, basically, at that point. But, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure how... They say you're an iron. Mm -hmm. uh, are orbs actually like, really hard for you to get? No. I mean, I... I if if you're not well, what I've seen Iron Men do is like if they want to get Blood Torva, for example, they'll just do main practice on main accounts and then they'll send their limited orbs. But like I had, you know, fifty plus and I was able to get my Blood Torva with that amount 
and I still haven't completed the bosses. I still, I'm still missing pets and I'm still missing Virtus. So ultimately, like you do have a pretty damn long window of getting orbs. I'm imagining you're probably going to get around like 200 orbs by the time you've mm. completed all the pets on average or something like that. Um, and then with 200, that seems to be pretty reasonable. And if it takes longer than that, I mean, by the time you've done all those normal variants, you're going to be so good at them. Like, and, and the thing is the awakened bosses translate pretty well over to the awakened. Like if you get good enough at whisper, normal whisper, those skills lead over to the awakened version, like a hundred percent. So I don't know. I, I don't think it's that big of an issue to answer your question. Um, yeah. Did you have any thing to add on that? Um, yeah, I, th I thought it was like really hard for Irons to get it. I mean, I also, ha I'm, I would be pretty jaded if I didn't just say up front, like I play this game a lot. So like, I'm not oh, yeah. like, a, I'm not on that top tier echelon of PVMers by any means, but I've definitely played this game enough to just be able to maybe do some things a little bit easier than the average player. I play this game every day, so <laughs> yeah, but but you're right. I mean, well, here's the thing. Even if you were guaranteed an orb at the end of a kill, like that's not going to make the Blood Torva grind any easier for an Iron Man because you have to actually do the kills in order to get them. So I don't know. I think the the way it is right now is fine. I'm pretty actually indifferent to having a change in how you kill the Awakened variants. But the people I've heard, the general feeling is that it just sucks that these bot like these awakened bosses are so fun but there's a price to be paid to enjoy that mm -hmm. fun so one one thing i one thing i also wish they did mm -hmm. was also increase the pet chance in awakened yes. so that, that that way oh what i think um if they implemented that or prices would be like reasonable and you'll have like a reason to actually do awakened because right now it's only three times unique, and that doesn't even that doesn't like feel right. <laughs> it doesn't. That's I mean the boss time itself is over three times as long, so it's like you're literally getting worse uniques. Yeah. Um, is like, the pet rate well, in increased? No. <clears throat> so wow. that's nuts. What I yeah, what I think is they 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 should really yeah increase the pet rate and awaken so that yeah. The prices of orbs will be reasonable and probably be even more. And that also gives reason also gives a reason for players to replay the awakened bosses as well. So True. right now Right now it's just a one and done. And those bosses are really fun. It's just like yeah. There's as you said, there's a price to pay. Okay. To do those. That's actually so, that's a genius idea. I hadn't even considered that. So because, what what would your thought be on like the rate increase for the pet? Probably the same, the same uh, rate, like three times unique plus pet. Okay, so really only three, because th I'm thinking in my head, I'm thinking like do it like 10x or something. Uh, I think three is fine because okay, uh, I've I've done a bunch of them myself and um, yeah, I, I think it's a wasted potential for not having them have some sort of incentive or replayability. Yeah. Well, the only reason I'm saying higher than 3% is because it's if you only made it three times, then 
I mean, it's still just as long to get the pet. I was thinking, you know, make it significant <clears throat> enough to really incentivize the pet hunters, especially to go for the awakened bosses. Um, maybe the uniques could still say three X or something, but like the pet itself, if you were to make it like five or 10, I'm even saying like 10 X, like if awakened Leviathan was all of a sudden one and two fifty for the awakened, I mean, bro, there would be people just sending awakened attempts nonstop. The, the orbs would really skyrocket briefly. I mean, they yeah. would shoot up. They wouldn't be like, like 1.8 right now. Yeah, it would be like, like much higher. <laughs> that would I don't know. I think I, I'm almost thinking like really pump up the numbers, maybe 10x, but I don't know. Maybe I'd need to hear like some reasons against it. Oh, it's actually the the orbs are 1.9 right now. They've risen. Ooh. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, not nice for you. You're trying to send those. In. Well, I don't know. You probably don't care about money. What What are your thoughts on GP in general? You probably don't even care. <laughs> GP, uh, I haven't. I have more than enough. So. <laughs> You probably made I'm able to afford these orbs. Yeah. How how much money did you make at Toa? Do you have any idea? Toa. So, purples alone, I've made like ten bill. I think. Sheesh. Oh, let me check. Oh, uh, twelve bill. Twelve and bill. purples and uniques alone. <laughs> Boosting. Yeah. I've made like. 60 mil? Uh, 60 bill? <laughs> Holy shit, dude. 60. 60. Six, wait, 6D, right? Like 6-0? Six, six, yeah, 6-0. Oh my god, dude. And then how much do you think you've spent on orbs total? Do you have any idea? Orbs? Uh, 9 bill. <laughs> 9 bill on orbs. And then I also, I also bought a sword grax very early, and that it was the second winning game. That one costed me five bill. Jesus Christ! And was that when the broken axe was happening? I I, I don't really remember the bug. Uh, it, it was hitting at, like two hundreds or something. Uh, it was a day after the hotfix. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I ended up buying an, an axe. My <laughs> ended up buying the second winning game for five bill. People were offering four bill. Then I went. I really wanted to test it out. Then uh -huh. like stream it on various pieces of content. Then like I over like overbid them. <laughs> are are you like a mercher by any means? Uh, I mean, you do have a, a ton of capital. So, uh, well, one of the reasons I ask is because there was like, um, it, it probably is still happening. The price manipulation in uh, um, Third Age. But I was just wondering if you participated in that at all. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I just by once, uh, I think like a few months after I got into like boosting. I was able to afford all the third age and all the third age at the time. All the third age at the time was priced at five bill minus pickaxe. So I bought the I bought the whole collection for pretty much cheap, and now they're like much much more expensive. Yeah, were you able to sell it at its peak, or do you still like are you still holding on to it? I, I've always wanted like a third age collection and. Mm -hmm. I've never planned to sell it. <laughs> okay, very cool. Yeah, because though I mean, okay, this is this is ridiculous. Somebody in my stream, I, I'm assuming they're not lying, but apparently the pickaxe shot up to like 15 bill or something like that. Ridic something ridiculous. Do you have any? Uh yes, yeah, so, so it's shot up 
at one point it shot up around to like 25. Oh my god. And I, I have four of them. <laughs> what so, the fuck? But they're not 25 bill anymore. No, they, uh, they've dropped. If I recall correctly, someone dumped a bunch of their pickaxes that they bought for cheaper. Okay. Then, then I think that caused a crash in the market holy so you had four you had four pickaxes when they were worth 25 i still still have four of them okay yeah yeah, but but even when they were 25 bill and did you like think to sell them or were you just like no i'm gonna keep them uh i'm gonna keep them (laughs) i don't know i don't really plan to to sell them that is so i bought them or i bought my pickaxes for cheap too so like if anything if i sold one it'll it'll only be profit that's so nuts. Okay, so how how many pickaxes do you think are even in the game? Do you have any idea? Because I I, I remember, yeah, go for it. Sorry, I was I was just gonna say Probably. like like right beforehand, um, like a couple years ago or maybe like one or two years ago, I saw some data on like there was only like forty third age druidic sets in the entire game based on like some clue data. But that's Dude, probably increased. Yeah, druidic sets, so like probably uh, a couple probably, hundred. Probably close to a hundred pickaxes would be my guess, but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm like far off. Mm. That is so nuts to think that an item is worth twenty five bill at one point, and then there's probably like those random players that are not on social media and have no idea what the prices are and just like go and like oh I'll just sell it for two bill on the GE because I just pulled one luckily you know. So there's pro- I, I I can't even imagine how many players there are that do have max cash stacks that are just like have an offer in for a third age for just basically like a third age pickaxe and the druidic and stuff They just pray that one day some <laughs> noob will pull a pickaxe and just sell it there. I think I saw the other day someone actually sold their pickaxe to the GE. Oh no! And I was like, oh no, they could have had four times that value. Oh, or four or five times that value. Yeah, right now the pickaxes are like. Offering around like nine bill. That's how much they've, that's how much they've crashed. But I do think they're gonna go up again. That's crazy. Do you think it? Do you think like third third age is like the Bitcoin of uh, OSRS, where like you really <laughs> should just hold it indefinitely because they're they are just so rare. I uh, I think so. Yeah, because I remember I, uh, a few months ago, all the all the third age items went up, and I I, I assume. That mergers like bought them out of the G and stuff. Hmm. <clears throat> I wonder if they're gonna so, come out with like more more third age pieces, like some unique ones. I, I don't know how cloggers would feel about that if they just started releasing more, but I think it would be kind of cool to get like I, some third age boots or something, some other stuff. I think they should they should add more. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. It, it's it's been a while since they've last released a clue update or a clue expansion. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they have like ideas uh, from like the past couple of years that they really and they didn't really they didn't have like a chance to uh, release them. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, I think more third age. Uh, I'm not saying it's because I'm I'm like witching game. Uh, <laughs> More, more cosmetics yeah. will, will be really nice. 
That's what I think too. I feel like we shouldn't cater to those like super, super end game cloggers that would just get butt hurt over anything being added <laughs> to the game at this point. So what were some other Toa feats that uh that we may have missed at the beginning? So I'm not sure if I'm not sure if many people know this because I didn't really post it. But uh I'm not do you notice yourself? I was the first one to a fan kit. Yeah, I yeah, I I was unaware of who were the first people to do that. Um, but you were the first. So, actually, um, I, I actually have a screenshot here. So I didn't I didn't know my rune light this whole time was was actually keeping track of my collection log, uh, collection log screenshots. Let me show you. <clears throat> so this was this was three hours after after the update. Oh and... my god. September eighth. Holy <laughs> shit! So what? What like? You had already done. I mean, a four sixty at this point, and this is after some of the changes were made. So you were probably pretty confident with being so able to pull five hundred, right? This was before they did all the did all the shadow buffs and stuff. Mm. And all yeah. And they lower this. They also lowered the scaling of each room and stuff. So. That is crazy. So the first week of Finkits, uh mine, I don't think anyone else has completed the first day, if I recall correctly. The second one took like three days to obtain. Jesus. Man, mine, <laughs> mine, took, mine was uh, three hours after the update. So were you just like w like wandering around the like Grand Exchange? Uh, I guess it's not really like on the same... I mean, it is on the same level of difficulty, at least then, of getting an infernal cape. I just wonder, like, I, were you like flexing it, or I was, yeah, I was flexing it to someone. Uh, well, let me show you. Okay. So I actually found Bodhi doing oh, Toa. Shit. I oh, showed him. Shit. He included it in his video. Let me try to find it. That is so cool. Yeah, I mean that was, uh, and I'm assuming. Oh yeah, this was, this was soloed and everything, right? Was mm -hmm. it was it harder at that time? Do you imagine like before all these changes were made to have done a solo or to have done like more duo? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or do you think people just were too inexperienced to have it help? It was a little bit of both. So, so they they also made another change that made think it's much easier to get after this week. So you were able to add in like a free forty points. To a 500 because um the first week of faint kits they, they still had um silent prayers i'm not sure if you remember that the silent prayers invocation and what was that again it was just like quiet prayers uh instead of 10 percent, it was 25 percent. oh jesus dude. prayer oh that is nuts okay that, that's huge that's a that's a huge change huge buff So, uh, during that week, I saw one of the craziest 500 completions. So, uh, I'm not sure if you know who Jay raises. Yeah, I've heard of him. So he he did a 500 for his fan kit, but in a really really different way. I didn't really expect. So he did a he did one with silent quiet prayers plus silent prayers on. So that also meant. Um, you're getting hit 30 through prayer. Oh my god. How did the how is that even possible? 
he um <clears throat> he took a bunch of bruise to his envy. <laughs> then he also he also did the venge bomb method uh at Zebek. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so just but when I saw, bruise. Yeah, so when I saw his run, he was just getting hit twenties, thirties through prayer, and I was like, Oh my god. Oh my god, that's nuts. I I'm just like I've never seen anyone take so much damage like this before. And he was still a bit complete. Watching his run was like one of the most anxiety runs I've most most anxiety inducing runs I've ever seen. I'm just like, what the heck? That was even crazier than mine because uh, on my um I was like really anxious on my run. I was really anxious about P two because mm -hmm. like you have to redemption once you get to a certain threshold. But his was just like everything was just railing him. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, you know what I also want to talk about is just some of the tech that was discovered in early TOA. So obviously, Butterfly Method came out um, with the help of other people, and Saxerpillar kind of like helped. Uh, I was talking to him last week about that, and that came out, and then Red X Baba was a thing. And there's just a bunch of really cool tech that kind of came out around then. So what what did you help I guess discover back then, or things that ended um, up becoming meta. So not many people know this, but a friend, of, me and a friend of mine, we came up with the melee prison, the one we do to trap the melee. Oh that yeah, was, from Kefri. Yeah, me, 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 and him came up with that method. Then, um, lo locating uh, redemption proking at P one warden, uh, that. That came from a uh, sax. So his original, his original idea was to locate orb and stall. But and when I tested it out, all he needed to do was just locate orb instead. Mm. Then Red X. Um, I'm pretty sure like a lot of people figured figured that out on their own, including me. My mine was a really different method. I was like walking through Baba from like one end to another end. Mm. It was really weird. <laughs> But <clears throat> what was the so now I want to ask about like, well, you mentioned Kefri and then I remember watching your just crazy runs where you're doing like some spell book swap stall. Oh, like, so what is happening there? Oh, that, 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 oh, that's, um, so I got that idea from Sax. So what that does is when you, if you spell book swap or do some sort of character stall, you're, during uh, near the timing of where the dung pushes you back that dung uh will only go to where your character was if that makes sense rather than like filling that entire column mm -hmm. so there's you can like dung only one tile at times too <clears throat> and that helps in what scales because i mean for for those listening i mean you're doing some just stupid scales of Kefri. Is is it so, essential to do that in some some scales? So in a solo, if you wanna if you wanna trap both rangers, you do have to do that. Because right now you can't really trap both. You can you can only trap one. Mm. But if you do want to trap both of them, you, you have to uh, stall. Get the character stall in a way that traps both of them without without them attacking you. So. Uh, my six hundred and eight, my six hundred team. They uh, they ended up doing that. 
Oh yeah, the uh, the uh, eight man six hundred was completed. I don't think you were on the team in the actual completion of it, but you were definitely a, a big part of that. Oh yes, I, I was asleep when it, when they started running. <laughs> I woke up. I tuned. I woke up, tuned into uh, Kirby's stream. Then I was like, "Wait, they got the completion. Let's go!" Holy, that was cr- that was crazy. Because I was thinking the 25 minute eight man wasn't going to be able to be done until like raids a, four at weapon a lot came of out, people so. thought that but uh uh half the team we uh did sims did calcs did uh uh what do you call it estimations of like our pbs and stuff mm-hmm. and like pretty much everything added up we just needed like one not die and two to actually like have the, the RNG needed. So the RNG, the biggest RNG part was having level three Zed back as mm. a third room. That one's that, that one was really important because if you do levels, if you do a level four Zed back, um, one, you have to Karis. And that, that spec could have gone to ZCB. So having, so having level three, uh, level three, you're able to, you're able to heal through redemption. Level four, you can't really do that. So instead of our specs going to Karis, or for, instead of our specs going to sustain, we can use that for damage instead. And it turns out that level of difference saved a whole minute. Wow, and that was like, I mean, I guess technically you could have still done it. It just would have been way more difficult. Because I swear, you guys, like, what was the actual finishing time with that sub twenty five? Uh, I have it right here. Twenty four, thirty seven point two. Jesus, just sl- just demolished it. Like that's crazy. <clears throat> yep. No, we're we're hard rolling for a level three Zebek. Yeah, you pretty yeah, much that, that was yeah. like the biggest biggest time save, or that that was like the only thing that keeps us from like getting the completion. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, that was a crazy feat. And that takes so much coordination. That's actually, a, that was probably yeah, one so, of the coolest things to watch is like so pure coordination. Out of like all the two challengers, I do think that one's the, the uh, hardest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it just, takes, it just takes literally seven other people that need to be very, very competent. So Competent? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot of people to be on the same track. Yeah. But it's easy for like it's easy for one person to be on track, but to have all seven other people, it's like really hard. Yeah, that's really really cool. Um, is there anything else in Toa that you'd like to touch on before we move on? Oh, so. <clears throat> uh. Oh, my first six hundred completion. This one's just like, so. I think this happened after the Fainkit update. Oh wait, a week after the Fainkit update. They made they replaced silent prayers with uh the new deadly prayers. Then that was that made it possible for Max Invo to complete to be completed. So was this the one plus two invocation? Or one plus two six hundred invocation? Oh no, this is before this. Okay. So <clears throat> I actually have a video of it. Or of, oh, um, I see. This is the one in September 14th, right? I'm just looking at your Twitter. It's like the 540 and then seven, yeah, so, 575 into 600. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll also have a video. So I'll, I was um, 
I was pushing for like the highest info record, and um, on the same on the same day, ended up getting the five forty completion, which became the highest at the time. Then after the update, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll just. People told me that you can do max info. So I was like, okay, then I'll do a five seventy five first. Then a, a six hundred invocation after. On that same day, I completed all three of, the, th all three of those uh, invocations. That is so crazy, and this is when I mean nobody was pushing beyond five hundred, and very very few people were even doing five hundreds or just doing it for their kids. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I I still remember the moment when I completed it because this is, uh, getting getting that completion. Uh, I think most people in is is what most people know me by. And uh right after I got the completion, so on um on your uh what do you call it, stream manager, you mm -hmm. know how you see your your followers slash bits. Yeah. Slash, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that after right after I got the completion, that uh activity feed swarmed with followers. I couldn't even like uh I couldn't even read them because it was it was just getting spammed with like followers. So I'm like, what the heck? Then actually like <laughs> I wish I had a clip of it, but uh, what do you call it? I actually teared up when I saw that. Oh shit. <laughs> That's so cool, though. Because uh, literally that day, uh, my, my, that same day, my follower count doubled. That, that is one completion. Nuts. Then, like, I also thought, like, this many people are, like, willing to watch me. That's really cool. So, I mean, well-deserved, too. I mean, people, I mean, it's just, these are just the craziest things ever, especially so early on, with, within the first month, being able to get a max. I mean, obviously not the time, but, like, the, uh, still a, running a 600 is just nuts. So, what now, was this 600, was this with all the updates that we have now? Um, I, I can't remember what, when the changes happened. Let's see. It happened. It happened like mid September. Yeah. So well, at least was the shadow buffed at this point? I can't remember all the. Uh, it was still it was buffed, but for some reason they didn't have that. <laughs> the four X accuracy went unnoticed, and so people people actually like labbed it out. And they told they told Jadrix like, "Hey, mm. you guys for you guys forgot to add the said the said accuracy." Okay, yeah, I do I do recall <laughs> something like that. So so your shadow still wasn't perfect. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was missing funny. the accuracy. I was, I was I noticed too that I was splashing a lot. That's interesting. So you just thought you were having that damage. So maybe maybe the placebo effect helped, right? <laughs> In a way I noticed it cuz um like I saw the damage but not but I was noticing like I was so splashing. Yeah, just getting with unlucky, max, right? That's probably with max mage plus Sears ring and Entero boots. So I was like, how am I splashing, man? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um okay, so I'm actually just looking at your Twitter at this point. So it was the basically the 500 into that, you know, 540, 575, 600 into the 770 where you got banned for 2 weeks. <laughs> And then basically doing 500 invocations with very minimal gear, kind of just proving that you don't need oh, yeah. best in slot. 
And yeah. so at that time, there were so many people saying you cannot do this rate, you cannot do a 500 in budget gear. Then I was just like, yes, you can. <laughs> I want to prove people that it's possible. Yeah, but then people are just going to be like, well, you're just built different. So, you know, this does, this isn't, you know. I'm just looking back at that tweet. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Cold One says Reddit has no excuses anymore because that. <laughs> Yeah, people people were also thinking people were also thinking that yeah, it was impossible with like low budget gear. <laughs> I just love Pug and saying, Stop, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. Uh and then let's see, scrolling up. So what was the one plus two six hundred? That must have been <clears throat> insane. Because I remember retweeting that. That was So this one was Obviously, uh, for Frozen, for those who don't know what one plus two is, it's pretty much just you alone, but you have two alts in the raid to scale for you. And sometimes you can even use them to help you out as well. In this case, I only use them as supply alts. Mm. <laughs> so compared to the normal six hundred, uh, my average times would be like um, fifty minutes. But since it's a one plus two, uh, this run ended up being like three hours. So the strats here, um, some rooms I do have to play differently. So for Kefri, Kefri alone um, took fifty six minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, no, no, thanks, no, thank you on that one. Fifty six minutes. Yep. <sighs> yep. Then like, is that like fun? I just need to ask. I mean, there's probably people wondering, like, is that fun? Like, are you having like a, a good time <laughs> during that? Like, because this well, is pure well, concentration for that long. Oh, definitely. Because um, uh, what do you call it? It's a <clears throat> in this scale and this and this challenge, you play. You have, you have to play differently compared to a normal six hundred. Mm. So like, there 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 is that uniqueness to a challenge. And that's that's why I think like I'm not. It is tedious, yes, but it was also fun at the same time because it it is something entirely different. And it is like a huge challenge to surmount, basically, mm-hmm. in order to maintain that focus. Do you ever um, struggle with focus when uh, things get like close? Like I, I don't I don't know, like the pressure you're under. Does that ever get to you? I know it does for Saxophone. Um, I just had him on. He was saying that nerves get to him really badly sometimes. For the most part, no, but the the only pressure I've really felt is from my chat <laughs> whenever I'm streaming. So, yeah. You have, uh, to, you have to, you know, make them. Or it, it's, what, so let me ask, is it the fear of failing or is it the fear of letting them down and realizing, like, that you have to watch all this again? For your love. Really, really just, just, like, letting them down. Yeah, I see. Because I want to, like, I want to get the completion, but, mm-hmm. like... If I, get, if I don't get the completion, it'd be like wasting people's time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. That is so crazy, though. Um, okay, so and, looking, if you had anything else on that, I'm just. Uh... Oh, so during during the Awakened release, Awakened Boss release, um, another another thing that pressured me was uh, people people uh, were saying that you're you're you caught up to Sink and Addy. In such a short amount of time, and then I'm just like, 
oh, that's interesting. Then people are telling me, like, beat the... Try, try to beat them, please. I'm like, I'm trying, man. <laughs> I don't know how to do Leviathan. <laughs> oh my god, that was actually crazy. I'm, I, 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 had, I do have to give a shout out to Sink for being the first person to complete that. I swear, like he, 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 he has a touch for first. He has a touch for, um, doing stuff on like first release. Uh, not, not sure all people know that, but like, yeah, no, he does. I feel like that is a unique skill because you know people can get really, really good and master things over time when metas are solved and stuff, but. To be able to pioneer stuff when it's first released, that definitely is a, a unique skill. So shout out to Sank for that. And, I mean, he's not even, like, the most consistent player or streamer either. So he just pops out of the blue. Boom. Here you go. World first. So really cool. Um, one plus seven insanity. Uh, what oh, it's so... the f- <laughs> fuck what, what was this again i liked it back then but can you explain that so this is a so that is pretty... the ca task called insanity yeah. right or something mm-hmm. okay. so it's perfect gordon's but you have to do it on a 300 level and i happen to do it for seven other people alone <laughs> on, the, on the same raid and that was where part of your 60 bill came from <laughs> <laughs> this, this was on stream so uh I just tell, whenever it's on stream, I just tell people like, uh, first come first serve. Oh, that is awesome. I, I do this for, uh, for main, mainly one plus seven hats, perfection on hats. But yeah, you gotta get into like one plus, it's first come first serve. Like I don't like reserve spots for people. So. <laughs> Damn. And the, the, during this day, I just happened to say like, I want to do insanity. That is so cool. So, how it goes is they, everyone, since um, the, the pirate rooms don't matter, I just need their help DPSing through the rooms until I get to P1 Warden. And um, everyone, everyone P1 does have to participate during Obelisk because if you, if you fail the, if you fail the big ball, which everyone has to be DD'd for, mm-hmm. it fails a task for everyone. So people have to help me there. Then after P2 and P3, it's all up to me from there on out. Was it a one and done? Uh, on, yeah, on stream? it was actually Jesus. one and done. I was surprised it was a one and done. That is so cool. That's so much pressure because then you actually do have people like relying, like hoping that they get the task done. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. I do, I do think this is... Uh, I do think Insanity is much easier than Perfection of Hat. Oh yeah, perfection of hat is probably the most. So is that probably the hardest task in CAs for TOE? Oh, do you think? So in my opinion, the two hardest CAs, aside from the speed task, mm-hmm. is uh, insanity and perfection of hat. Okay. But um, mainly on stream, I do perfection of hits because those are actually much quicker to do compared to insanity. Uh, in my one plus seven insanity. P2 Warden took a very, very long time. And I could have done like multiple uh <laughs> I could have done like two perfection hits that in that in the time I was at P2. How many how many downs is it for P2 in that scale? Uh, I don't remember exactly, but it was it was a lot of downs. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Um, okay, so looking up, this was also crazy. So this is back when there was a plugin uh, available. No stun awaken Leviathan. Oh, this one. <laughs> Bruh. What? How, like, how much practice did this take? Um. So <clears throat> this was actually my second completion of no stun. So the first one, this is during when that plugin controversy was around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like um, the sounds plugin, a visual sounds plugin. Yes. And... So well, let me just explain it, maybe for those that maybe don't remember. But uh, it was a sound plugin that will load up the queue as the attack is showing. Correct. Like so, you basically have within 0.6 seconds to react to these things. But plus, on top of that sound thing, there's also a visual indicator that you could place somewhere on your screen that would show the color. Of the attack on the tick, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, then Jadix didn't like how it was being used in that way, and they removed it, and then all the all the controversy started. Mm-hmm. So when I when I when I posted it in my clan, there my own clanmates are like calling me calling me like not do without the plugin. Actually, yeah, they, they said um not do without the plugin, and. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, um, overall, practice-wise, it took me two days to build a muscle memory to react to the prayers. Wait, and wait, 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 wait. This was without the plugin. The second, so the screenshot you see, you're seeing uh-huh. right now. Yeah. This is this is my second clear without the plugin. What the fuck? Wait, what? I thought this was with the plugin. I just thought it was like, a, like I, I, I mean, I'm checking the date now, but holy My shit. My first one was out without the plugin, but I didn't like post it on Twitter. I just posted it in like some discords. Mm. Yeah, but the sec- this is the second one without the plugin. And that... yeah, they have a whole video on that too. <laughs> okay, I need to see that. Can you link that to me? This Bruh. is uh, one of my proudest edits. <laughs> Bruh. How is this even possible? Okay, I need to see this. I never ended up watching this. Okay, I'm just going to skip to the... Oh, my God. This is so crazy. So, okay, explain, like, the muscle memory that you needed to... uh... So... Do you see the volume level? um... Yeah, up here. It's time to react. Yeah, yeah. So... Pretty much level seven is is where um, some people some people refer to this term to zero tick, but pretty much you have to pray on the same tick it gets released. Mm-hmm. It, it has to be the same same tick, otherwise you'll take damage. So I wanted to build a muscle memory for me to react to every single orb. How was that even possible? Well, uh, I, I did. I did a bit of like research of, uh-huh. of reaction times. So, I think uh, average. Crap! I don't remember the average like uh, reaction time. Let me let me look it up. <laughs> so, two hundred ms. I think it translates to zero point two seconds. Yeah. And then you also have like game delay too, and <laughs> I think that adds up to like. My game delay, I think, adds up to like zero point three. <laughs> Dude, I'm just so pretty. Yeah, yeah keep so going. pretty much like 
if done correctly, I, I could like possibly do it. <laughs> Bro, I'm just looking at how fucking wonky the volleys look. They're just literally just insta like magneting to you. That's so funny. Holy shit. Oh, dude. No. Another thing is another another thing about like reaction timing is uh it does take some time to uh to like aim and click. So mm -hmm. that's also like on that that's also like more time onto reaction. Yep. Yep, it's not just being able to click within that. Yeah. So I think just reacting alone average is like two hundred MS. Then uh -huh. and clicking is like on average like three hundred MS. Then you also have like latency in game. I think mine added up to like <laughs> point two. So Dude, this is nuts. Okay, do you, so it looks like you did make a mistake in the beginning. Maybe you make yeah. a couple more. It, would you go back here and try to do a, a, a perfect completion of it? Eventually, uh, I want to go for wreck using this method. <laughs> oh, my. God. Well, wait, not wreck of going for most orbs. Or, okay. or for, like, speed wreck. Okay, yeah. speed wreck, I was going to say. Because <laughs> this would uh, technically be the fastest way to complete it, right? Yeah, this is yeah. No, no doubt about it. If I, if I just hit and not die, I can I can get wreck. And I know, um, the wreck holder right now, he he didn't he pretty much did Leviathan normally. Mm -hmm. The only exception, but yeah, nothing special. Just like ZCB rolls at the beginning and stuff. So he didn't he didn't uh, he did the boss normally, and my no stack completion is almost is close to wreck by like seven seconds wow even with me losing a lot of ticks by eating so if i did practice enough i think i can get the wreck back that those are some nice edits by the way i'm, I'm impressed that was nice <laughs> thank you thank you that was nice watch. that is so crazy so you did so you said it took a couple of days to really start getting that muscle memory down yeah oh my god so nuts because i remember yeah no monkey was trying to do it on stream and even with the plug-in back then i mean that was just yeah i mean even with the help it was just you gotta be so inhuman basically to just be able to have these reflexes so that's crazy dude that is some crazy stuff um okay so let's see after that we already covered this one which is the 25 awakened leviathans in one inventory um can you explain okay so now leagues four dropped and there's um a couple things here before we get to the last one that i see but you did a jad special challenge trailblazer reloaded exclusive you'll explain that and then the 1000 invocation completed under 25 minutes oh so the jad challenge so i, I didn't even know about it at the time until like someone told me but when i when i found out about it the, the same day someone someone already had that completed it mm. So then I was like, "Oh, let me let me just progress a little bit, then I'll, I'll I'll try it." So that was just the one where there's like additional minions. I didn't play it, but I I think I saw like a couple. Yeah. Of so every, so each jet has like a set of minions. Um. Then once you get to the last, once you get to the last jet, um, jet becomes fortech. Where yeah, jet ends up becoming a fortech, fortech attack speed, and. Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, at the time I, I thought I, was, I thought I was like the first, but yeah, apparently it's like so. When I found out about it, the first day I found out about it, someone 
some had already done it. Mm. Okay, what about the uh, 1,000 invocation? 1,000? Explain uh, for those, because I, I don't really know what that all entailed, the 1,000. So the 1,000 invocation, it's pretty much all it's pretty much all invos, but uh, there were two invocations that added, um, I think, two, yeah, 200 levels. And people... People, uh, people thought it can only be done in a team, but I just, I just sent in the solo to see how it is. So, and, uh, shout out to Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cody, for, uh, what do you call it? For shouting me out on this. So when, when, I, was, when, I, was, when I started the stream, literally, uh, I, I had my title as a 1,000 invocation attempts then literally uh like i was trying to figure out like how I'm, I'm going to gear and stuff and i was making potions while i was like thinking about like how it's gonna go i literally had like a bunch of people like tuning in you know, <laughs> saying that oh we came from bodhi i'm just like what the heck i, I haven't even done anything yet <laughs> <laughs> you're just on his radar you're on a lot of people's radar i think 1000 though and and in under then, 25 minutes so it stayed 1000 so I did, I did, I did two runs. So the first one was, uh, it was just a normal completion. I ended up getting like 29 minutes. So, so that completion, I thought I needed better gear or slightly better gear to get the completion. But then when I attempted, when I attempted, uh, again on the same day, I ended up like zooming past the rooms like crazy. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Cause I, I didn't even have an MB heart at the time either. So that I thought I needed that. To actually like get the clear. So, was there anything like particularly difficult? I mean, obviously you have all the leagues perks and stuff. Was there? Like, um. A, what What was like the hardest uh, part about a, it? There wasn't much difficulty. Uh, the only difficult part was like trying to get as fast as possible. Mm. Was so it RNG also... dependent? Do you think, or was it pretty easy to, as long as you play perfectly, to be able to get it in under twenty five? Um, I was trying to play perfectly as much as I can. Then, I think in this run, I played Carefree much, much better. I think that was the biggest time save. Then, oh, I remember, uh, so in my first run, I ended up having a th three down Warden, because I had really, really bad RNG. But the second, the second run, I added a two down Warden instead, because I was actually hitting average this time. Damn, so that was basically what solved it, like... Yeah, Kefri and P2 Warden. 
Okay. Wow. And then I guess just recently, not Toa related, is the Solo Next completed World's Third. So uh, that was really cool to see just within the span of a couple of days. It seemed like Saxer Pillar, then No Monkey. No Monkey was second, is that right? And then you? Uh, no Monkey was fourth. Oh, who was second? Kang, uh, Sax. Wait, who? Oh, 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 okay. So you're you're including poor Kazard's, um Yeah, <laughs> of course you like, include the guy who yeah. did it in the first <laughs> place. True. That's true. That's true. Very humble. I mean, I guess you could argue that it is a different method at this point, but yeah, I guess it is still solo next. So, wow. What did that? Was that difficult for you? Um, I didn't. What do you call it? So, I, I wish Saxon mentioned this to me earlier about the tickets because mm -hmm. I didn't even that actually killed me, but actually killed me a couple of times. He told me I was like chancing the combo eats. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> then he was like, oh, that's the, that's also what the locator orb is for, so you can tiki uh, properly. I'm like, oh, mm. I wish I knew this earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so it, I at least what I talked to with Sax was basically like, it is possible to do it entirely without RNG. So basically, if you do play perfectly, you can get it. Done yeah, for the most time. part, it's yeah. For the most part, if you if you have uh, even with perfect play and next wants to screw you over, you can still like get through the run. But you need like, to be like dancing. super giga attentive, basically, because there are some weird things that it can do. Yeah, so pretty much you gotta be you gotta be prepared for those scenarios if you want to get uh, if you want to get consistent clears. That's crazy. And uh, I know No Monkey, got, I believe, still holds world record for it. I, I don't think there's many people going for it, but uh, like he's trying to go for a sub. Did he get a sub 20? I'm not sure. But let me, I think the only three people, well, I think the only people who can do it is, that's right now, is, actually, I mean, anyone can do it, really. But yeah. the only completions right now is me, No, and Zax. That's <laughs> still, so, wow. That's funny. <laughs> So I think, I think I think him having the title world record is like very easy. For so him. do you <laughs> think that it's like a, a matter of skill and like people are just like kind of scared of it, or do you think it's just people see it and they're like, "That's just not even worth my time." Like that's just like I think, yeah, I think most people see it as like it's not worth my time because mm -hmm. a lot of this fight is tick eating and being prepared for like awkward scenarios where you do have to like tick eat or like run and stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just it's just very tedious. Yeah, it very definitely looks fight. very lo it looks very tedious. Do you think? Okay, so um, I actually asked this to Sax as well. Uh, I want to ask you: Did you ever do a solo tob? So I, I have yes. Okay. Um, this is a long, long time ago. Um, this is like way before I even started streaming. So I I don't have a hard mode completion, but I have a normal completion. Uh, okay. Was this pre Blood Fury or post? Uh, post Blood Fury. Okay. So, uh, what do you call it? I was surprised when I started attempting my my first attempt. I got to P two Verzik. I'm like, what the heck happened? Holy shit! First attempt. Yeah, it was first attempt. <laughs> what? How does yeah, it? Then, <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah, I was just like. How did I get through Nilo? 
that that proficient because the attempts after that I struggled with Nilo, but the very first one somehow I made it to P two Verzik. I'm just like, what the heck? That is great. Uh, but you would probably that's, that was a that was like the biggest fluke I've ever had. That's crazy. So how many attempts did it end up taking you? If you almost, uh, almost got it I attempt, I got it. I completed it in uh, four days. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Uh, um, I had a lot of trouble with Nilo. Mm, yeah, that seems to be like the kind of gatekeeper, at least what yeah. I've heard. Then Zarp, people told me about Zarpus, so I call it. Uh, before I started attempting, I actually practiced a lot with Zarpus pathing. Because mm. you, you have to path differently in, in uh, solo Zarpus. Then you have to do that step under method yeah. for to save some tiles. Uh, so was basically like what was the hardest part for you? So was, like besides Nilos, was was P two Verzik pretty difficult, or was it just nerves? Um, so I'd say it was just Nilo, but uh, P two I died a couple of times at P two Verzik because uh, there were some tiles that made her attack go from five from ticking at four ticks to five ticks. That makes sense. Mm. So. So sometimes, yeah, depending on where I'm standing, it would be considered too far for me to like ticky. Then I would like I would accidentally ticky uh, early a uh, couple of times, and I would end up dying. Yeah, that, like that that killed me. <laughs> then I was like, oh, the the video I watched didn't mention this. <laughs> yeah, that's something you have to figure out on your own. Yeah. Hemi's has a couple questions. If you had the budget. Would you outsource editing slash creative work to others for the sake of a better slash more time efficient product? Or do you find the craft too personally meaningful? I guess we'll just answer that Ooh. first one first. A little bit of both because I do want to... Because uh, after making my videos, I do want to edit more. But I would just haven't like... I don't want to make really... Like, I, I do have like one planned, which is uh, the twenty-seven orbs, Leviathan. Mm -hmm. But like after that, it's just like what do I work on next? Like I, I don't, yeah, I really want to edit more, but I just don't like have, I don't just don't have assets of my own to work with. So venturing out, like that, would be, would allow me to like practice more and stuff. <clears throat> Okay, he also asks, you have unlimited resources to make a cinematic magnum opus. What's it about? Ooh. Um, if it's RuneScape, so this is this is something I really want to do. Uh I really want to get into Blender animations. So if I then I would wanna I would wanna recreate iconic quest scenes or iconic like quest fights in a like really epic way. But if it's outside of a uh, RuneScape, it'd be something like uh, it'd be something Gundam related. Uh, Gundam's a it's it's a giant robot anime, and it, it is very popular in Japan. So Saxer Pillar asks, or he says, um, obligatory. Do you like the current state of the Soul Reaper Axe? Slash, what would you do to it if you? were to have complete f creative freedom with it um 
I had two I had two different ideas for this one. So one um one of them uh one of them was I feel like Swordbreak Axe is sort of wasted potential. I think it should be in some places just as good as Scythe. People might hate me for that, but <laughs> in a way, uh, this sh it should be a double-edged sword, but I'm part of Scythe at the same time. So I make it. <clears throat> um, I'm not sure if I just what do we call it. Another thing was what is keeping the keeping the amount of stacks you have when switching weapons. Because right now, if you switch, if you swap out weapons while having five stacks, you'll immediately immediately lose all of that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So you would prefer it to kind of sort of stay similar to what it is right now instead of a full rework. Some people are advocating a full rework entirely. Or a full rework would be nice, but at the same time, full reworking stuff is kind of like uh, a lot of work. And it comes with its own problems. It could yeah. be just as bad. Interesting. So... Do you think that would be good enough if it just kept its stacks? And do you think that the stacks should still deplete over time? Yeah, unless if you enter an instance. Hmm. Because it, it does it does go away if you enter an instance, no matter like how many stacks you have. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, I know there's probably some negative consequences in regards to PvP. You know, being able to hold a stack indefinitely. But, um, yeah, that's kind of hard to, like, sort of balance around. Because I think that's the main reason why it depletes in the first place and why you can't switch weapons. Uh. Uh, but, again, it's just one of those things where, just, I don't know, it's not good enough in PBM. Yeah, and it's a, not only, it's a very hard weapon to balance around. Super. I mean, especially just with PvP in the scene. And, in, in, like, I don't know, it's just really hard to balance it's just hard to balance PvP, honestly, especially at this point in the game where people are still capped at 99 HP. I guess you can kind of angle or brew up, but like weapons are progressively getting more and more powerful. So you're just, we're going to hit a point very soon where just, bruh, we got to make some like super alterations to what's happening in PvP because I don't know, people are just going to be one shot. I mean, you can already one shot people with enough RNG, but like <laughs> that's going to become way more common, I feel like. So that's not my expertise by any means. I'm not in the scene of PvP, but something to consider. Yeah, I'm not well person in PvP as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Sido uh, asks, "Why do oh, you all? Why do you? Why do you always say sick invite? And why do you have a Bakugan as a profile picture? This freaking guy, I swear." <laughs> <laughs> It's so the second invite, so that's a cash pay of mine. I always say as a joke, uh, and it, it did come. From, it it was originally from me. It came of from a friend of a friend. Okay. Anyway, there was one time where he would just say like sick invite to this, uh, like oh we're doing content sick invite. We're going to talk about sick invite. <laughs> and it's, it's like bro, you live in Illinois. <laughs> But yeah, then I, I, I eventually being around him, I eventually like did the same thing. That's so funny. So like, it's, it's, fun. 
It's funny how like so, those yeah. phrases like just catch on, like they become like, <laughs> kind of parasitic. Yeah. Like you just start. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing with just streamer lingo. Like if you're on Twitch enough, like like I am, you start picking up what other people are saying and just <laughs> everything is funny. I don't honestly as much because uh, apparently like most of Bliff, uh, most of Bliff people don't like me saying that. They think uh, <laughs> they think I'm annoying now. So. <laughs> So I don't I don't say that much in game, but outside of uh, outside of the game, I do say that to other friends. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's hear about the Bakugan profile the Bakugan. picture. So this is in the sky. So um, it's not a Bakugan. <laughs> don't listen to this evil man. <laughs> uh, so it it is from Gundam as well. Okay. But it is it is a combination of one of the robots plus the mascot. So the mascot is a ball. It's a it's a it's a robot ball. Let me show you a picture. So So here's the mascot. Mm. Then the the robot I came from, or the robot design came from, is the uh let me find it right here. So it's a combination of these two designs into one. It's a uh, fan art. Interesting. Yeah, the first the first little guy just looks like a tennis ball. He looks like a <laughs> looks like a tennis ball with some red eyes. I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> So it's not a Bakugan. What is it called? It's called a Horrible. Horrible. Uh, spell out for you. Horrible. So why does Sido say it's a Bakugan? Is he just trying to, just trying to upset so, you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, f f funnily enough, most people that see my profile pic and that have like n don't know what it is unless uh -huh. if they're if they're also a Gundam fan. If they're a Gundam fan, they actually know what this is. Mm. And, but since they aren't, one of the one of the popular terms that people would guess is Bakugan. <laughs> God, I hate explaining that. Uh, then the other one, someone, someone, he's, he's someone right would now. say, <laughs> someone would say it's a, it looks like a Pokemon. That's what I thought at first. I thought it looked like a Pokemon. Yeah, it's a, it's a Bakugan Pokemon. Actually, you know what it looks <laughs> really? What it looks like is it looks like a Yu-Gi-Oh. Actually, no, not a Yu-Gi-Oh. It looks like it looks like a Digimon. Actually, not Digimon. quite. I, I just remember watching Digimon as a kid. I actually don't really recall what those things looked like. I think they were more like monster-esque. Yeah, they, they, they looked like uh, monsters. Yeah, so maybe not quite. But yeah, I, my first thing was I thought it was a, definitely a Pokemon. But um, okay, let's... Uh, you know what? Before I continue with these topics i actually want to get your overall thoughts on the coliseum and uh mainly because i'm just excited for it and i'm excited for you and some other giga gamers to get super super just just into it and see how far you guys can take it yeah i'm really i'm, I'm eager to see whether the glory system is going to be something we uh gauge as like the determining factor if people are good or if it ends up being more like speed running because i think sacks are probably kind of brought up that point like uh 
Well, you're obviously going to have speedrunning in like pretty much every content. There's always like some sort of speedrun that yeah. can be implemented. But do you think that that will be what we really gauge as as important in skill level, or do you think just getting to as high enough to as high of glory as possible would be the gauging factor, or both? I guess technically um, both. Depends if they. It depends what they really want to do. If they want to add in speed or like a time limit, then you'll get rewarded for that, and that's like entirely up to them. Or maybe they can do both, and just have like. People can like look at it two different ways. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm thinking. I'm excited I though. I don't think they'll like add both. I'm pretty sure it's gonna end up being one, only uh one uh factor. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, officially, I think it'll only be glory. But I just am wondering what the player consensus is gonna be. Mm -hmm. What really matters. Um. I'm really excited though. I, I know the rewards are kind of lackluster. A lot of people aren't really super excited. I mean, obviously the quiver is amazing, but the other ones are kind of kind of weak. But I don't, I don't really yeah. care much about the rewards. I just for me, I just really care about the challenge. Yeah, it depends how fun it is. If if the challenge, if the rewards aren't that good, then um, maybe the challenge is good then, right? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much Infernal. I mean, there's no... Besides the Infernal, yeah, obviously true, the Infernal yeah. cape's amazing. But this is this is literally on that tier where it's like you get a quiver that's super, super good. It's like the range, the new range cape. But um, yeah, there's nothing really beyond just getting additional taco and a pet. I'm really excited to see the Coliseum pet. I um, I don't know if you watched the Winter Summit, but they're, they did tease what some of those they teased, monsters would um, look like. They teased, they teased a line of sight uh, monster, right? Uh, I can't remember exactly. I just remember like looking at them. There was like two that I saw. Oh, I saw like a Minotaur-looking one. Yeah, 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 that's one I saw. And there was like one different one. I can't remember. But we'll see if it has a bunch of transmog and stuff. I mean, it looks like I don't know. Like, what what is your speculation? Do you think that it'll be a melee-based challenge, or do you actually think it'll be like more of a range slash melee or some even tribrid kind of challenge. Like, do you have any idea? Um, from the looks of it, like just just like on like first impressions of like the stage itself, it looks like it will be like some melee slash range because it it dates back. To, it it sort of dates back to like gladiator days, something like that. Mm -hmm. And those days don't really um iterate. Modern iterations of those don't really like seem to use magic. <laughs> so you think it'll be extent. like melee range based? You think melee range based? Um, probably because uh, range is, I know plays a huge factor into the game. Mm -hmm. Blowpipe and Tebow are like the two mega weapons in game. Plus, it Same literally with, drops uh, a range cape, so that would make sense. That too, yeah. Then you also have melee, uh, rapier, fang, scythe. Scythe is also a really big one. I see that used a lot in Inferno, for uh, in in speeds, mm -hmm. and from looks of that, that thing slaps. <laughs> but so <clears throat> they've the, so this is another point. Um, in the Project Rebalance blog, they had they were talking about adding additional like weaknesses to certain monsters, and this is a potential. It's not like it's guaranteed to come out, but yeah, they've they've uh, kind of teased the potential of um, 
introducing three different range styles not not styles but like um i guess defensive styles like so you can shoot with like a ballista and that'll be like a a heavy range shot and then there's going to be standard range shot and then a light range shot which is like darts and again this is all tease stuff like it's not for sure but it's coming in i just wonder though if they're trying to sort of start implementing that before the I, like I don't know. Like I feel like the Coliseum has to come out beforehand. I feel like this would be a huge project. Uh, that one, that one seems a bit iffy because um, another difference in those three three weapons is attack range. Darts, if I recall correctly, that has like a three tall or four tall attack range. Mm-hmm. Like darts alone, but yeah. bullpup is like five. And then ballista, I think it's nine tiles or eight tiles. So somewhere around there, but even yeah, there. Um, yeah, so they, they all vary in attack speed and attack range. And attack range is, uh, what do you call it? It's kind of important too. Movement in game is very, very crucial. So for you to like run around a lot to like switch styles, uh, you'll lose like a lot of run energy to that. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that one's a bit iffy if they were to implement that. It would be interesting. I just, um, I get... I get excited about the potential prospect. I know there could be some really crazy downsides to something like this if it's not balanced correctly. But I think part of the reason I get excited about this, and the reason I even bring it up for like in, in the Coliseum topic, is just wondering what the effects will be on that. Because ultimately, you know, like what you said is like Tebow and Blowpipe tend to be the go-tos with almost any range content. So this would add a little bit of diversity. But uh yeah, I mean, you also heard that they're, I don't know if you heard this, but they're also potentially planning on adding elemental weaknesses to monsters. Elemental, ooh. Yep. So we will see about that. That is definitely going to be... So yeah. That, that, that one seems a bit iffy too, because um, elemental, so that means you have to use standard spell book, right? And well, harmonized orb is not, if I recall correctly, not that great. Yeah, without the tome this this would be a direct well i mean this would probably have to entail so many things so it's not just keeping all the spells as is they'd probably have to go and rebalance what the standard spells are producing but on top of that even charged staves would have one of the four elements so what they're doing is like air water earth and fire are going to also include the ancient um sort of elements inside of those so like for example the fire oh. is blood water is ice um whatever the other ones are and so they're so they're gonna keep it as simple as possible they're not gonna add like eight or anything it's just gonna stay with the I four see. but okay. but the shadow that sounds a little better yeah yeah and the shadow would be like the whatever it is the earth or air or whatever it correlates to that would have that weakness as well so it's huh interesting i think it is exciting and i think uh for the future like obviously right now it would be kind of a mess because they're all i mean shadow is just like one of the best things ever but ultimately if they did go with this system of adding elements to all monsters and adding a little bit of diversity in your arsenal like that could be cool but and it could help increase diversity going forward with future mage weapons but yeah that that sounds like it's a, it's a huge project and it's definitely going to like change metas entirely. Yeah. So that's the fear that people have. 
I'm excited about it personally because I think uh, we are kind of slowly being gatekept with uh, what we can introduce into this game. So I think something like this would be pretty game-changing, but ultimately maybe good for the health of the game going forward. It's hard to know, though. Mm -hmm. Another thing is, I, um, so you know how this game is MMO? Yeah. <laughs> Bare I there barely remember be, that. I'm an Iron there Man. There needs to be more <laughs> group content. Yeah, that is actually a common thing that theme that's been brought up so much recently in the cast is people really trying to push that. Like th this really is an MMO and team content should be encouraged. Like it, yeah. it should be. So you agree with that? Yeah, so like, yeah, like so, so th doing doing stuff solo is good, but we need yeah, we just need more group content really. Yeah, one of the things that was offered by Ron Plays Games recently was you know just making it so team content not only is like efficient to do, but also desirable. Like one of the one of the saddest things is like chambers. How I mean, doing doing a one hundred man chambers like if you had a hundred people in Ulm. That you're not you're not finishing it. You're just you're just gonna fucking. I mean, you're gonna finish it, but you're gonna have zero. You have negative points. Like that shit is would be so impossible to try to like do. Anyway, I mean, maybe with some of the changes they've made to chambers, it's a lot easier at this point. But ultimately, what should have been the case is like adding more and more and more people to your chambers party should have not been a de like a detriment. You know, ultimately. Like it, it, it should be encouraged to bring another person along. Like, oh, cool, we're gonna get another helper, you know, in this raid. So, I think going forward, they really need to push that. I agree. And I think Toa did a really good job. I think solos still are the best, but they're very, very close. Oh yeah, that would call it. One thing they brought, one thing they added into Toa that's really good is the Red Karis. So that. It is not good in solos. It is like troll if you bring in solos, mm -hmm. but bring in teams. Yeah, it's, it's actually really, like really good. It's mm -hmm. a really cool item. Do you think it could get a buff, or do you you like where it's at right now? I if they if they made it uh, if they made it faster in attack speed after specking, I think that's the only like critique I have for mm -hmm. Red But Overall, I think the Red Karras is good where it's at. Oh, funny enough, um, <laughs> during the release of Toa, I told every I told everyone the yellow cares the strongest cares there is, but people would be like, "No, blue cares is better because they do more damage on on Kefri." <laughs> I'm like, "No, you only use that Kefri. Yellow cares you can use it anywhere." And not only that, but like if you do the if you do the math, like sure you use you use seventy five percent spec, but the healing value is insane. So it's pretty much so OP, yeah. Pretty much like two dose restores is uh how much is Curse Heal again? Like one seventeen? I think yeah, I think it goes to one around there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like you get that much healing value you just you get that much value off two doses of restore pretty much. So I, that's why I told people like this is if this were to come to main game as well, there would be a problem. <laughs> oh yeah. That Curse would be an absolute problem. So thank God it's only locked at Toa, but <laughs> even though it's in Toa, it is so insanely strong that people people kept telling me, people kept downplaying me like, no, but blue care is damage, right? Um, that's like, usually no. that's usually the case though. It really is generally whatever. Yeah, it's, 
Yeah. Um, oh, this is the thing I wanted to ask in regards to like things exiting TOA and being an, introduced to the main game. What are your thoughts on sort of like spec pots? Not not exactly adrenaline pots, but slowly regens over time. Um, or sorry, the um, the like adrenaline pots that uh, why am I spacing what they do? Because I've I've been so focused on like the spec pots where I've 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 talked about this idea where like a spec pot would have four doses just like a normal potion where each dose heals 25 percent of your spec and you can just drink them whenever but they'd be very expensive what are your thoughts on something like that in the main game in main game so if if we're to so say if i could like have a full me with them that'd be like that'd be insane for pieces of content would it not, be bad um, though be bad um that'd be good to like constantly spec but i think it'll be bad it'll be bad for the game so let me just try to explain briefly what my thoughts are on it so and i am not necessarily advocate i know it sounds like people are probably just thinking i'm obsessed with this idea it's just food for thought and it's just to kind of get people's um opinions on it I'm, i'm not advocating that this should come into the game but i feel like people get the wrong idea when they think about um a spec pot so in my idea, this spec pot would be expensive, probably costs, you know, in between 100 and 200K. That's ultimately what I'd kind of want it to be at. But it would take, it would just be like a normal potion where it takes three ticks to drink each one. So you couldn't technically just constantly, well, with most things, you probably could constantly spec. But the problem is, is that you're pot blocked. So like you wouldn't be able to drink other pots. Not like that would be a big problem. But on top of that, these potions wouldn't really be able to be brought into most sort of speedrun content. For example, Inferno and CMs, like you, you just don't have the space for it. So mm. in a lot of these typical speedrun content, you wouldn't be able to optimize um, these. And it also wouldn't be something you're using to just farm bosses if you're trying to make money because you're just spending so much money. But... For things like for really quick fights that you're trying to get a new PB in, like for Zora or GGs or whatever you're trying to like get your rubies in or whatever, this would be a really fun thing to use. But it would be very expensive uh, to use ultimately. So I just, I guess part of it is like, would this be a good potion to introduce? Because um, I, I don't think it's fully necessary, but I do think there could be some instances where this thing could be really fun to use in certain pieces of content. I don't know if that kind of helped explain it a little bit uh-huh. more if you already were thinking of those things. Yeah, so um if we if we take if we took out like GP out of it, now we mm-hmm. gotta consider like what what if people were what if people like actively use this on a daily basis? Yeah. So I th- it'll be it'll be a huge advantage in certain pieces of content. So I think I'm not I don't I don't do Inferno speeds, but I think it'll be like super useful there for Inferno speeds. But where, then, how are you even like 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 how many are you bringing into Inferno basically? Because like you you need so much space for other potions and gear and stuff. So I can't even see people bringing it into Inferno honestly. Um, I would say just class picking, really. Yeah, yeah but the, the thing downtime is... between, uh, but the downtime between uh waiting for waves is when you can like drink it and stuff. Yeah, but I'm just wondering, like, 
you have the full inferno to do like what, what are you replacing restore pots with these like and how many are you bringing if if one pot only restores 100 spec so i'm not saying adrenaline pots oh. from from toa but i'm so saying like, like a one, pot. one dose yeah yeah like so so one dose only oh, heals so 25 good. And, but it is a four dose pot, so you drink it. You have a full one hundred spec again, but that's a, that's an entire potion gone. So ultimately, like these things in long content, I can't actually even see it being brought in because it's just not worth the inventory space. Same thing with CMs; oh. like you just don't have the space for it. For for CMs, that one seems like more understandable because you're squeezing in so much gear. Mm -hmm. But for for now, you're squeezing in about our restores. So for. So I think like if you were able to like constantly claw spec a minion, mm -hmm. you'll get a lot more value than just yeah. You know, you'll get a lot more value from from that alone. But but, you're, but but you'd only be able to get two claw specs in per potion. So how many potions potion. are you bringing into the inferno? That's oh the right, thing. I forgot. I forgot. Claws take fifty. Fifty percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this isn't this isn't having everything like an adrenaline pot. That might be the confusion. Mm. This would simply be so. I shouldn't have even like brought so, up the adrenaline pot example because this would be an entirely different potion that's just so a if spec it's pot. 95% do each dose. Okay, that makes it iffy then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you probably would want to bring in maybe a couple, and that would kind of actually diversify the meta potentially. Where there are some times where you will want to drink this, but and you'll, you know, have to be a little bit more careful on your restore, uh, restore usage. But and and don't get me wrong, like this would definitely have some effects, the major effects on other speedrun content that are shorter fights. For example, one of the places where this would be so OP is the awakened bosses. <laughs> you go in and just keep drinking spec pods down and keep void wakering a, a bajillion <laughs> times, like trying to kill this thing. But I wonder if it was expensive enough, if it would actually just be something where like. I don't know, like, th this would have severe consequences, don't get me wrong, but I just wonder, like, would it be interesting enough to allow this into the game? Because, I mean, I'm just thinking of, like, Awakened Vardorvis right now, where the entire time, you're just void wakering, just over and over, keep drinking another, uh, you know, a, well, I guess technically you couldn't do it repeatedly over and over, because a void waker's four tick, and it would take six ticks just to drink two doses of this so this would be worth it because you're you're those hits will be guaranteed damage and yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. you can hit a zero with uh with your main weapon yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. it would still be worth it and you'd probably just do a few weapons or you'd probably like switch to like you know a scythe in between while you're just healing up to full again then go back to void waker quick but um it would cost a lot so you know you're you know, spending a mil per kill if you're just chugging these things constantly. And you could still die. I mean, Awakened Vardorvis is no walk in the park for most, well, for most, you know, mortals, I guess you, you're pretty, pretty consistent at, at this point, I imagine. But, uh, yeah, what, what, I, what, I, yeah, what do you think of the effects on that? Like something like that? So I do think it'll, it'll be, it'll definitely be an advantage, even though like it's, it'll be super expensive. Mm -hmm. People, there's people that are rich enough in game that are willing to like spend that much money. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I'm one of those, of course I'm one of those examples <laughs> with uh, orbs. So but... is 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 that a problem? Because because the people that are already rich enough don't even have a problem getting blood torva in the first place. Most of them are pretty damn good at the game. So 
you would have like I, I guess my problem with it initially was maybe some noobs will come in and just bring a bunch of spec pots but ultimately that's you know that's their prerogative to just go in and bring a bunch of these things they would still end up dying to the awakened um, versions because they're very tough but i do think yeah i do think it'll be a problem because if they're <clears throat> i think special weapons are like i think special attacks or specs should be mm -hmm. like a special a special weapon. It's not, mm -hmm. not something you can like main hand, really. Yeah, no, that's, that's. I mean, that that's fair. That's a fair point. I just don't think long term people will just be splurging on these repeatedly because of just the sheer cost to it. Even if yeah. people are rich, what what like at at what point? Like, what is the point of you using these at this point? Then, if you're like, are are you planning on increasing your bank value or just having fun because that would be the point of bringing these spec pots if you are already rich enough. Like you, you do get the luxury of just having a lot of fun and just specking bosses repeatedly if you wanted to. I just wonder. I mean, don't get me wrong. This would be so game changing, and I'm really just playing devil's advocate here. I'm just <laughs> trying to see any true negatives toward this that would be extremely detrimental to the game's health. I just don't see it. I just don't see true detriments besides you know, people just having a wild time at some bosses and just repeatedly specking and just, you know, forking out two mil or something, what it would cost to use it. Um, because, uh, just... yeah, if we're able to spam spec, then that'll be their main weapon instead of like scythe camping or, and such. Yeah, so, it would. I'd... But what, what, what's the, what's the problem with it? Like what's the, um, ultimate, is it just because now speed runs are just laughable? Is that like the main thing that that goes wrong with like short bosses become like a laughable thing? Well, um, be, because again, like people are rich. That's that's fair. But you're never going to be making money. Like, what? Why exactly are you killing? I don't know. I guess I, I'm just trying to understand. Like. Is it so wrong that somebody that's super, super wealthy gets to have, gets to use these repeatedly? Not making any money. So it's not like people can be overly jealous of like, oh my God, this guy gets to constantly spec. Like he's just, he's just splurging mills and mills and mills using these things. Especially if they're worth like 200K each. You know what I'm talking about? Like that would, for two additional, for, for one additional like 50% spec costing 100K every single time. And you, you do have to drink these. I don't know. I'm going on this topic a lot, but I'm just. <laughs> I guess I'm just. It's definitely like something like worth like considering. Yeah. Okay. Um. I... So if some. <clears throat> Crap! I just lost my train of thought. Oh! <laughs> I had, had something else in mind. So mm. it would butcher like a lot of methods to like if a lot of like normal speed methods. Yeah. But at the same time, there's some there's some speed methods that require a, a bunch of RNG. <laughs> just to get through yep yep no i mean we we literally so, see that with like mulgo kirby zora i mean you're just just praying and and there's even things like for example um i believe the speedrun vardorvis is literally like relying on a ruby proc like two ruby procs or something just to get that speed run like what like is that <laughs> like is that any more fun that is that any more like not busted than just 
I don't know, using these spec pots. I mean, and there's very, very few people that go for these super, super speed runs on short-term bosses, like under a minute, you know? And yeah. these, I actually think, would actually add more excitement to a potential speed run, ultimately, being able to drink these things. So it's not as RNG-dependent. But, I mean, there still would be a huge RNG element to get the world records in these, but mm -hmm. I don't know. So, uh, if something like that would be... that be introduced it'll make things more consistent yeah i mean technically there still would be a huge rng element to squeeze in mm -hmm. that very last tick you know that you're trying to get yeah. but you're right yeah i i anyway i like to bring it up because i just i get fascinated it, by the idea of it it's definitely something like like it's definitely something like that's uh iffy mm-hmm but at the same time, this is also like something new into the game. Yeah. So there's a bunch of there's a bunch of places that I can't really think of at the top of my head where yeah. it'll be like advantage or like game breaking or uh, a disadvantage. So yeah, De definitely not something like it's definitely something that. Well, yeah, it'd be yeah. Th there's definitely insane. some crazy advantages. I think the biggest ones I think of on the top of my head are just the awaken variants, like even something like awaken Leviathan where. You start off the enraged, hit two web weavers, try to squeeze in two doses of, uh, you know, your drink. I mean, technically, it would be pretty hard for the average noob. If if you're already getting to the enraged awakened in the first place and you have all this stuff, trying to keep track of the prayers on top of drinking two more sips of this stuff to hit another web weaver and then try to drink another two in the next six ticks and hit another web weaver, like... You got to be pretty damn good at the game already to pull that off in the first place. So even though it sounds like you're just making this whole thing easy mode, you still do have to have competency to be able to pull mm -hmm. this stuff off. But um, yeah, the awakened bosses, I think for sure would be the places they use these. But and there's probably other scenarios where this becomes really, really busted. But ultimately, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I, I kind of just get excited about the potential of different metas spawning because of it but who knows who knows anyway well that's lost i'll talk about it people are people are, honestly I, I, yeah i guess i do want to see something like spec related because mm -hmm. i i do i do like want to see a lot of writing to the coming into the game so like different so like different methods to be to be used to kill bosses and stuff mm -hmm. depending like depending on like whenever it's a new weapon or like a new piece of gear or like a new item that changes pretty much changes like the way you play really. yeah that's that's what kind of gets me excited about it honestly um what well, oh what what are your thoughts they uh I, I don't know if you watched the winter summit did you i watched bits of it okay there was um there i heard about gothic while gothic yeah yeah that's what i was mm -hmm. going to talk about actually what are your thoughts on the uh, god alignment prayers they kind of teased i really like the idea of god alignments but uh one thing i do want them to do is like this this is a very hard task to do but mm -hmm. try to make them as equally as powerful as the other one but that but um yeah that sounds like a very hard task so there's definitely going to be alignments where most people will end up using rather than the other one I think what's and yeah, you, that's a brilliant point to bring up. It's like this is going to be very tough to balance, but ultimately what they would need to do is introduce it into the game with a caveat of 
Okay, we are. this is not a finalized product. We're going to allow this into the main game, even after beta testing, and allow people a couple weeks to really mess around with this stuff. And we will make further tweaks and balances that feel necessary after player feedback. Because ultimately what happens is, yes, metas are like <laughs> one becomes the meta or two become the meta and then the other ones are looked down upon. But all you have to do in that situation is look at why they are not being used and just make slight little tweaks mm. to bring them all to a certain level. So over the next month or so, the team just has to be very, very aware, be just very on the ball about what the player feedback is and really listening to people about what could make these more balanced. Because I think they are trying to introduce like six or eight different like god alignments, which Ooh. would be crazy to balance. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's a lot. It's a that's a really like hard, and that'd be really hard to balance out. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard, but ultimately, what you need to do is just you can't just drop the alignments and then not touch them again. Like you have to take the feedback that's being given because things can be balanced. They're not going to be perfectly balanced. There's always going to be one that's probably used the most, but at least they can be very very close. So yeah. Oh, another thing about feedback is when people get feedback. It actually has to be meaningful. Like yes. I've seen feedback saying that, oh, they should add this instead, but they never. Most of the time, they never explain why. Yeah, there needs to be <laughs> rationality behind the reasons. Yeah, you, can't, you can't just say, oh, it, this should be in game. Yeah. Yes, but why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just say like, oh, we should remove. Uh, we should rework Baba. Yeah, just then... just say that. <laughs> yes, that, that makes. Yeah. Yeah, Don't listen to those. Like, oh, yes, but why? <laughs> exactly but yeah like definitely like people don't like baba even including myself but at the same time like when it comes to reworks and stuff when it comes to full-on like boss reworks and stuff mm -hmm. that takes a lot of time like redesigning the room uh like potentially redesigning the room and like adding mechanics and such that takes like a lot of time totally Ooh, okay. Here's a good question from OK Buddy. It, his second question, um, this, the first one we've already kind of touched on, but um, just talking about the fan kit and awakened bosses. But his second is: Should there just be more than cosmetics for end game? Um, definitely yes. Is that not only like, not only like, um, you get a cosmetic for completing like for example to crime achievements but it also gives people more of a reason to grind out for those other things that um other high other end game stuff has to offer so pretty much more it's more like content in the game that people can actually do what are your okay so that that's fair i feel like we do have a, at least in my opinion, I think we do have a pretty decent balance of um, things that are not just cosmetic. I mean, one of those things literally uh, when they're talking about end game non-cosmetics is even though a Zuck Helm is a cosmetic, you get a lot of CA rewards that are actually very beneficial to your account. Same thing with like Infernal Cape, same thing with, um, trying to think what else. Well, I guess the Quiver now is also going to be introduced, but... I feel like there also is a place for purely cosmetics. For example, the Fang Kit and Blood Torva. If 
if, for example, Blood Torva came out and actually had higher stats, I actually don't think that would be healthy for the game. I think it is appropriate to have places that purely are just a flex because of the new look of the item. What are your thoughts? Um. Well, at least in that particular example, let me ask you that. Would, do you think it was appropriate for Blood Torva to not have any stat upgrades and just be a cosmetic? Uh, yeah. And why is that exactly? Like, can you, like, expand on it? Like, because that, that's really what I'm, like, I've I've heard people, I think Travis42, I had him on several weeks back, and he was talking about, like, what if the Sanguine Scythe had additional stats? And I personally just, like, yes, there's an argument to be had that, like, maybe this would be a good thing for the game, potentially, but ultimately, I think the flex of the cosmetic alone is enough and then as soon as you've added stats to it now it's this thing that people need to do basically to get the best assault weapon and then that leads to maybe devaluations or of or boosting like an increased boosting of hard motob or something like that that just right now it really is just a matter of you know, just do you want to get a nice little cosmetic for your account rather than like game changing stats Actually, had second thought. Yeah. Yeah, that. I don't think that would be a bad idea, really. So, that um, that gives yeah, that'll, that'll give players or motive. It, that'll give players an incentive to actually like grind for that certain piece of content. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think there needs to be. Um. There needs to be more to the content than currently what we have right now so so see see like armor top for example um i think if they want to make scythe like much more stronger with the cause with the kit i think armor top needs to be harder than what it is what it currently is right now because mm. even even though it's like a harder difficulty um there's um they're right it's been like what two years since it's been released Pretty sure people can just do consistent runs, and um, uh, what do you call it? I think it's been like that ever since it got released. Yeah, it's not that much different. It's not much. Yeah, it's not much of a difference. And I do think like that example alone, people easily eh, people getting consistent clears and stuff. I do think the content needs to be harder, in for order to get those slight buffs. I just fear that, well, and I'm not against things like that coming in the future where it's pulled and every, everybody's okay with it and we're going to come out with this new harder content that actually adds stat upgrades. I guess my fear with that example in particular of hard mode top, like, and I don't claim that you're advocating this at all because it's just the way it's already been in the game for multiple years at this point, but like, it just feels like as soon as you've added a new stat upgrade to something it becomes essential like people feel this new obligation to get it and that has negative impacts such as like boosting and such as maybe jagex feeling the need to make stuff easier like you you can i don't know i just for some reason it just doesn't seem right it seems like it's already enough for there to just be a cosmetic upgrade 
for most pieces of content. It's the same thing with the fan kit. The fan kit looks so goddamn good, looks so much better than the normal <laughs> one. Then, yeah, huge it's difference. Just, yeah, it's just like there's not even like if if you were to it's also add, day. <laughs> yeah, like if if you were to also add on additional stats to the fan, it just feels unnecessary. It's like okay, you're. I mean, the boosters are going to be happy as fuck because everyone's going to feel obligated to do this now. But um, I just don't feel like it's necessary. At the but, same time, I don't, yeah. I don't think it's like really possible for them to do because like uh, system limitations and like imagination limits and stuff. Mm. So to to pull out something that uh, to pull out something that completing a piece of content, which is like, which makes it super hard, but you do have to like you do have to do it is a very hard task alone <laughs> it's a very hard task for the devs alone so yeah no that's true i would I would like to see something like that but it is from the looks of it it is unrealistic to to see mm. okay um urc2 asks would you ever be interested in a higher tier of grandmaster challenges for a new cosmetic Zuck Helm, even though a Zuck Helm's already cosmetic, or even cosmetic Inferno Cape for a sub 45. I know people don't like a lot of cosmetics, but I'm all for the hardest achievements having something. Yeah, uh, definitely. So, <clears throat> yeah, not not only to flex, but it, it is something that people, that would push people to grind for if they want it. It'd be kind of cool to have like, I wouldn't mind something that has an infernal attachment to it. So some sort of infernal cosmetic override that maybe adds like a gold trim around. Some, like that would actually be ugly as fuck. But something that... I mean, like, depends. I mean, the gold trim could look good, but I don't know. Sometimes the gold trim starts looking like mustard. I, I worry about it. You just it. have to see the design first before you yeah, say yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. But some sort of kit that's subtle, but it's enough to point out like okay this guy's a god gamer and let's just say it is a sub 45 inferno for that that would be kind of cool I'd, I'd be okay with that yeah, that'd, that'd be really cool to, to see Thanks. as long as you don't add stat upgrades as soon as you start adding stat upgrades then it becomes <laughs> essential to do this basically i mean don't get me wrong it would it's there's an argument to be had to do something like that but i feel like it would get voted no very quickly well, in, in this case if it's if it's just going faster than usual yeah. then i don't then i don't think it deserves like set upgrade i see i think so. it just it just deserves like a mark of like prestige saying that you did this and that you, you did this challenge and this piece of content yep uh next question is let's see Ooh, okay. This is going to be an interesting one. Jordan asks, who would be on your Mount Rushmore of PVMers? So I guess top four. Mount, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, like the four presidents on the mountain. But, well, Wooks, no, you can't. Wooks has to be there. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Wooks is the OG pioneer. Even though he doesn't play much anymore, he is still... We, just can't, we, just, we have to, like, recognize his achievements when, when he was... We still had a passion for the game. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Wooks. Exact. Yep. Then... You said PVMers, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so Wooks Exact. Uh, or 
Yeah. I'm throwing you up there on fourth, but you're gonna have to. You, really? You're to, you, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna. And that's you think only. I'm not good. I, I think so. I think so. But I'm uh, not good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why. That's why I knew. I knew you weren't gonna say it. you're too humble for it. But uh, I'm throwing you I, up I'm, there. I seriously don't. <laughs> I, I seriously don't think I'm not good. <laughs> well, your achievements beg to differ. Um, I'd throw you up there on fourth at this point. I I made a vi I actually well I'll, I'll have you answer your fourth, but before um I let you, I did make that video talking about the top five greatest PVMers uh several months back, and you were actually just in the like um what's the what's the name for it? the uh like shoutouts at the end basically like the honorable mentions. But this was before you had done, you know, the 25 Awakened and the Solo Next and the everything else. And don't get me wrong, um, Calvino and Unpredictable were the other uh, two. And Unpredictable, I actually put, I would, it would be a very close one, I think. But I think just because you've been so active lately, it would put you up there on the Mount Rushmore in my person. And then this is, again, all subjective. It's all a matter of opinion but i'm actually going to be getting unpredictable on the cast in a couple weeks actually oh. in, a, in a week so that should be a fun one but uh no i mean he's also god gamer it, it's a tough it's a tough roll of a dice for the top four but what would you say for your fourth i i don't think i've heard much about predictable mm -hmm. the only one i've known is uh his low level no pillar inferno because if i'm yeah, he did a one defense melee no pillar inferno. Oh damn! <laughs> yeah, that was that was something else for sure. But he he apparently has. I'll talk to him about this in a week. But he talked about um, or somebody met. I think it was Afsal mentioned that he he had a tweet. Actually, let me just look this up so I can get this right. Um. He okay. This is this is the tweet. It says, "This is September 29th of 2012." Oh God, this was like a year and a half ago. Jesus Christ! So I've been logged out on Triple Jads for about a month and a half on an, an on an account with one defense, 31 prayer, 50 attack, with the possibility of and overheads. Yeah, no overheads. With the possibility of completion. And he's at Triple Jets, yeah. And he's been there. And he's, what the heck? I, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. So apparently he's done something absolutely insane, and this would be the lowest combat. Uh, this is a year and a half ago, so I don't know if, um, I don't know. I'll I'll talk to him about it. But like, if yeah, that's, some, that's some, out of my league. Uh, yeah, something like that would be, would be insane. But he hasn't done it yet. But. Uh, yeah. But yeah, anyway. no 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 overhead no overheads that's impossible. It just I'm not I'm I'm not smart enough to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a inferno connoisseur. Um so who would you put on your fourth then if that if it wasn't for him? Or if it wasn't him? Uh, I'm not sure really cuz I don't. I don't really know that many people in the community. Mm. Oh yeah, the only ones I know is Book Support, uh, Exact. 
Well, well, I'll throw I'll throw you up there for my fourth if you're gonna re- remain uh, unanswered, <laughs> and you don't need to accept it. But I'm going to I'm going to push that, and I think no, I, don't, I, deserve, I don't deserve that spot. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it always the this is not addressed to you, but just my audience? It's always the most the the most giga gamers are always the most humble. It's crazy how that works. Well, I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be humble, and it's just it's the truth. Like. What do you call it? So, so one 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 reason why I don't think I'm that good is because, like, you can. I've heard, I've heard that term thrown around to like a bunch of other people, but no one, no one really elaborates like how how I'm really good. I don't get that. All most people that when they say I'm good, they just say I'm good, and it's like, how though? How am I good? You know, like, yeah, I don't get really meaningful compliments about uh, the gameplay. Just like straight up say, he's just good. So. <laughs> well, I'll I'll answer that for you. The <laughs> the the feats you've done. I mean, just literally the ones we listed of just even just the ones on your Twitter timeline are things that are not capable of being done by you know ninety nine point nine 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 percent of players. So the fact that you've done so many and. I mean, just the variety of it all is pretty insane. So that's my reason. But anyway, now I'm just just <laughs> tooting your horn for you. I'm sorry to make but, you feel so uncomfortable. But uh, <laughs> anyway, no. um, but, yeah. But uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's just if anything, I get if 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 there's something I think I'm good at, it's about editing because I get people would actually. When it comes to my editing, people are like I've actually elaborated like, how good good it is, so I actually believe them that it's actually good because they they see like they all, they mention they mentioned like bits of these they mentioned bits of like parts of my videos, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, oh, this shot's really well done. This editing, no one has like what, what do you call it? Um, yeah, this this piece of editing is like, or this piece of graphic is a really nice touch to show like. To keep track of like the run and stuff so yeah I, I get like more i get more meaningful compliments about editing than gameplay so that's why i don't think i don't think my gameplay is up there i don't well, think I, the editing is up there yeah i mean your editing is great too but i beg to differ on the other uh the on the gameplay so let's um let's move on to this uh oh actually this is funny this is something we already talked about but just expanding on it chick asks what did you do in that two-week forced vacation from jagex (laughs) uh do you have any other accounts that you were playing on or did you just take a break uh, i had an old but like i didn't it didn't even have total completed so and i didn't have anything on that account either so i was Mm. like "Eh, i'll just like i'll just like touch grass for once in a while (laughs) So I did. Uh, I did hang out with my brother a couple of times. So we went to like, uh, what do you call it? We went to an arcade. So this this is a game I play called Wagon Midnight Maximum Tune. It's a racing game. Mm. And uh, even though I don't play, I I destroyed him in that game. <laughs> he's experienced, any, but any he, he's, uh, yeah, there... so he's experienced yeah, in that game. But uh, what do you call it? I know how to like battle people on that game. Mm. I was actually going to ask because you brought that up. <laughs> is there any other games that you're really good at? 
You uh, won't was, think you're good at them, but if let me add, just there, rephrase that, or that other people would consider you being good at. There was one game that I actually considered myself good. I was actually considered the best player there. Oh shit! This, 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 it's a it was a mobile game, but this is also a bragging right to you. It's not self proclaimed, but <laughs> but uh, it's called Bleach Brave Souls. So, uh, and in the mobile game community, or like any mobile game community. Have you heard the term called whale? Yeah, or... just people that are like oilers, just spend money to like <laughs> yes. pay to win. Yeah. In other, in other games, it's called um, pay to play. Mm -hmm. So pretty much. Oh, it's like, oh. So pretty much that game. Um, there were a lot of, if you, if you were a pay to play player or AKA whale, you had a huge advantage, but in that game, I was a free-to-play player. I didn't spend a single dime, yet I toppled over people who spend tens of thousands of accounts, <laughs> tens oh, of thousands of dollars on the accounts. Was it time restricted? Like, is it just sheer amount of time you had to put in, or was there skill? There, it was both. Okay. So they released this new game mode called Guild Quest. Um, then it had both. Because no one figured out the meta, but I was I was literally one of the first actually I was the first person who figured out the meta and how they're like how to get like the best times and stuff. So when when I I didn't tell anyone, I was like, I was a bit of elitist, but I wanted to use that as my advantage. Mm -hmm. Then um what do you call it? And they thought and these guys thought I cheated too. Because like you know, they I'm thought not... you were a whale too, probably, right? You, they also thought I was a whale as well. But <laughs> later on, they found out I was I was a free to play player. Holy! They're like, what, they're like, what the hell? <laughs> so that, that that's something I can confidently confidently say. <laughs> but RuneScape, no. <laughs> RuneScape is there's su there's such a huge variety of play styles, and I mean even something. Like, you know, hardcore mode exists. And I would say Mutz is the greatest, like, hardcore player. And that doesn't fully translate over to, like, the entire game. He's not, like, you know, Wooks all of a sudden. But for that specific classification, I would say he's the best. Um, and then there's also PvP mm -hmm. and other arenas or areas of the game where I'd consider other people better. But well, PvP and PvM are two different communities. Totally. <laughs> okay, here's a question from Snail. Um, Snail. Ooh. Serious question. If Jagex contacted you to develop a challenge for Raids 4, what would you include? Um, a challenge for Raids 4? Yep. So something I talked about in the past where... There needs to be more high risk factors, high risk, high reward factors. So, if you <clears throat> if you want to execute something in like the best possible way, you need like two. If there is a boss you want to fight, and if you want to like if you want to throw out the best DPS possible. So, for example, Leviathan. If you want the best DPS possible, you're not you don't stun it because this, if you stun it and proc it special, you deal less damage. But if you want to deal the best possible damage, um, I think I think what they should add 
is sure you can you can do this other method for full DPS, but there is a huge drawback. So something like that onto rates four will be really cool, cool to see. Hopefully, it's not as crazy as no stun awaken Leviathan. Jesus Christ! Oh, definitely because like no stun. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? That 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 was actually draining to do. <laughs> Because it, it is all based like on reaction, and like yeah. I literally have to take two days to practice. <laughs> yeah, that might be a little bit too much. So, so something not not as crazy as that, yeah. but something like close to that. So like you, you have, you're forced to do like precise like you're forced to follow a precise procedure to mm -hmm. dish out like the best possible results. If if you can't do that, then you can still damage the boss, but you just won't get like the full like. The full benefit. Yeah, yeah. So yes, a concept like that, I think, until like a, a boss in rates four should be, should be there. It'd be yeah. really, it'd be really cool to see. Now here's his joke question: Do you enjoy single-handedly keeping the price of Awakener's orbs high? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> Because one, the, yes, the, these bosses are really fun. Really fun to play. But at the same time, I'm losing money. <laughs> yep. I don't like losing, like, sure, sure, I have a lot of GP, but I don't like using, I don't like losing GP. Yeah, losing nine bill. That's probably not great. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, even, uh, even though I like have like a thorage collection, not to brag anything, but like, even though I have, I have that collection. I still like want to have some GP. If, mm -hmm. So just in case New Gear comes out, I can buy it and use it. I'm not. I know there's people that that would buy gear, buy new pieces of gear, and they would just hoard it for like no reason. <laughs> what but, are you? What just on the topic of um, raids four? His like previous question. What would you want to see from a as a mega rare from raids four? A mega rare? Oh, um, hmm. That's a hard one because you have you have the tri you have the trifecta super weapons. Yep. Tebow, Shadow, Scythe. It's a hard one actually. Mm. I would say shield. Dude, that's what I was thinking too. It's just it's just hard in this game to meaningfully add something interesting in the shield slot because if it's a traditional shield that's actually taken away skill by just having a shield that deflects damage basically um you know but... what you, you know that you know that idea that you came up with the spec uh so something spec related mm -hmm. <laughs> so, something main hand spec related probably probably something like that <laughs> so what do you mean expand on it so so Shadow, Tivo, and Scythe are main weapons. Oh, I see. So not and a not a shield. Not a shield, but another weapon. Oh, that actually um, a spec weapon. It's a, it's a it's a spec weapon that you main hand pretty much. So like, you 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 spam special attacks to do damage. <laughs> that be I mean that's literally like the spec pot basically just straight yeah. up. I you know what though I mean real talk just a more simplified version i'm just thinking like that actually would be a great 
kind of weapon to bring out uh, for a mega rare is like a mega rare spec thing that's actually just used for specking. So, so maybe it would have like 25% special. Maybe this item would be worth in the bills, you know, because it is a mega rare and it's like dragon claws, you know, times 0.5 or something, just some crazy shit that you want to use everywhere. But it's tough. I was thinking shield would be a good thing. I also think potentially, I mean, one of the most simple things you could do, well, I guess mega rare is a little bit different, but I was thinking as a raids reward, just add an additional ring slot. Like that alone is basically a mega rare. Make it so Ooh, you can, yeah. make it so you can wear two rings, but they, they have to be different. Yeah. <clears throat> I wouldn't be a bad idea either. Okay. Uh, this question's coming from Oreo favorite activity outside of osrs aka what do you do when you feel burnout come on to help clear your mind um one common thing i do is uh just like uh just be bored really so i don't i don't go on my phone and like watch like watch uh browse on tiktok also insta or like youtube shorts mm-hmm. and such i just like just sit there until like um until i feel like doing something or even like sometimes <laughs> nap so doing that uh I find, I, <clears throat> doing that uh i find a better result if i want to do something but i don't want to do it at the same time pretty pretty rare to find somebody that doesn't it's not completely addicted to uh youtube shorts and tiktok yeah so, sometimes i do that but like if i if there's really something i need to do mm-hmm. and i really don't like doing it uh i just like i just sit there and like and like i don't like have any like i don't have like any like video stimulations or really quite i know it's a proper term for it but um yeah i just it's either be bored or if if there's if I have nothing in mind, I would try to or to actually like watch stuff. <laughs> mm. So like, um, whenever whenever I watch stuff, it's usually about like, uh, it's it's usually about editing. So whenever I watch a video, I always go through like. How they did this graphic? How did they? How did they choreograph uh, this camera angle and stuff? Mm. I'd always like, always, I'd always like want to try to figure out like how how they edit the videos and stuff. So like nitpick through the videos. Interesting. Then, yeah. Another thing is, uh, did I mention sleep already? Yeah, naps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm a napper. Oh, I'm 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 on my nap arc right now. I've been on it since uh, ever since I got COVID back in October. It's like I was just sleeping all day, and then that that kind of just stayed with me. It's just been wind. It's just been the worst weather ever out lately. It's just been super cold and wet. So it's nap and season. Like, and another common another common one I do is just play another game. <laughs> like what? Do you have a Do you have a favorite outside of uh, OSRS? I play League. Okay. Just maybe just a fun though. So, <clears throat> League of Legends. Yeah. Are you good? Uh, no. 
Really? That's actually like surprising. Have you ever considered well, streaming it or playing any other game on stream? Uh, no, because I'm, I'm not that graphic either. Mm. Have you ever uh, tried to play like Elden Ring or any Dark Souls games? Elden Ring? Oh, yeah. I actually have never played those. I've only seen, I've only watched people play it. I've only watched my brother uh, play uh, Sekiro and Bloodborne. Hmm. So I'm gonna say, I bet you'd be pretty damn good at it if you gave it some time. So it, it, it looks fun. Yeah. But I was like, eh, I'll play another time, which yeah. then I never, I ended up never playing it. I just because you're just a guy that loves the challenge, and uh, a lot of people can get easily burnt out from like Elden Ring or just any of those kind of games because it's just it's just failing over and over basically until you master the boss. But uh, yeah, I bet you would actually like just dominate at that if you gave it a little bit of time. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't like say, oh, I hate this game, those controller and stuff. Mm. I just like, I just see it as like, if 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 people can like one and done this, and if people can get this through this proficiently, uh, I could I could do it too, right? Anyone can really. If they, yeah, uh, just give just it enough time. Enough time and. Like a moment to like realize what you, a moment to realize how you fucked up and stuff. Yeah. So like, there's a there's a, there's a term for that. I forgot what it's called. Um. Self, self something, but, but yeah. Just like self awareness of like realizing how you died. Yeah, I don't know the word you're thinking of, but. Yeah, there's a word for it, but I just can't think reflection? of it. Self reflection. Self reflection. Maybe doesn't sound doesn't sound quite right to be honest, but I don't know what you're what word you're thinking. Self preservation, that might be the term, mm. or so, some somewhere like you know what I mean. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know. Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that would be pretty cool if you, I mean, it sounds like you have gotten good, I mean, at that mobile game, I forgot what it was called, but uh, it sounds like you're just a gamer at heart, so who knows? Oh, oh, by the way, uh, this is another question. Have you ever played RS3? RS3? I only, not really, I've only done it for, uh, like, login stuff. Mm. Like, what do you call it? Is it called Squeal Fortune? Or yeah, yeah. Treasure Hunter? the dailies um okay if i didn't miss anything uh, i think i'll ask you now noob type for three shout outs from the community three shout that's hard uh there's a there's a lot of people want to shout out uh Sido, my 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 best friend yeah why is it, why is it only three <laughs> okay I'll, I'll extend it i'll extend it you can uh if you, if you have a few more, I'll, I'll allow it this time. My best, uh, my best, my best mate, Pierce. He's also like, uh, he's helping me a lot with tech and like how, how I can like do this and stuff. I always, I always try to like, whatever he did, whatever idea he has in mind, I always try to like replicate. Then I was sending the results and stuff. Then Hira, uh, I can't wait, hold, can I say this word? Um, 
can, can I say this word? No, no, <laughs> you, can't. no, I can't, no can't. you can't. I was gonna, I was gonna say this word because he's Australian. <laughs> <laughs> we we can all probably but imagine he, what you're gonna say, but for uh, he's for also you, like one of my you, best friends. He's okay. Uh, we 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 taught a lot of people, then we we, we rated a lot, and we taught like a lot of people as well. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he was he was with me a lot. Of, what do you call it? He was yeah. Him, me, and him, me, and Sido taught a lot of people on how to do like raids one and two. And then who else? My friend Draco. He's also. He he also teaches a lot of people as well, and he's he used to uh, he helps me a lot with my edits as well. So I would I ask a bunch of people whenever I'm editing, oh, what do you think of this and that? And most of the time, people actually give me like their criticism and their thoughts on it, and I would I would actually consider their I would actually consider uh, their critiques. So, and Draco has been like, has been one of the few people that gives me a lot of critique. He's also made, um, do you know about the AFK audio method? Uh, yeah, that's the one where you just blood barrage it, right? Yeah, he, he was the one who came up with that. Damn. And shout out to the uh, shout out to no monkey as well. So during when pretty much no one knew me in the past, he oftentimes would shout me out. He'd be like, "Follow this man." Just <laughs> <laughs> whenever I like tuned in, he's like, "Follow this man right now." And my follower count would like bump up tre- tremendously. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> then same, same with Bodhi as well. Dude, there's so many people that's helped me. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, but recently Bodhi has been uh, during the thousand invo. Like he he's been like super supportive of me as well. He's been shouting me out uh, sometimes when I go go live on stream nowadays. So the big big shout out to him as well. Uh, shout out to Saxon Pillar as well. So he's provided me with. He's also provided me with some tech. Man, <laughs> there's so many people. Man, shout out to shout out to Krangus. He's also taught me a couple. He's also taught me a bunch of stuff, a bunch of like even fundamentals. Uh, he's not he's not well known, but uh, he's a really good friend of mine. I think that's I think that's it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, sometimes <laughs> there's that's a lot not, of people. Yeah, sometimes I limit it to three just because I don't want people to feel so overwhelmed. But uh, those yeah, are cause... some great shout outs. <clears throat> so, uh, noob type, um, for those still listening, uh, down in the description, I'll have noob types, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter down in there. He's not active on Twitter, but he definitely does post his achievements on there so you can keep up to date with, uh, you know, what his newest crazy feat is uh, with the release of Coliseum. I can imagine there's going to be quite a few. We'll see. 
Uh, but noob type, thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. This was fun. And uh, thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. did I shot a port too. Forgot. Sorry. <laughs> did I shot a port because R two. No, you didn't. Oh. Is that included now? Yeah, he's included too. <laughs> okay. He's he's a he's a homie. Shout out for Gazard. I'll give him a shout out as well. He's a legend. Um, Noob Tide, thank you very much. Guys, if you want to support the cast down in the description, there's a Patreon link and a YouTube membership link where you can pledge uh, just $2 to support the cast. And next, uh, wait, crap. Next Friday, I believe, we're going to be having Josh Pillalt on the cast, the RS Felon. And then uh, the week following, we'll be having afzal and unpredictable on the cast at the same time so i'm very very Ooh, excited for those both of them i know i recently met uh Absol. he's a he's a gamer he's a pretty cool guy. yeah he's a cool guy yeah he's really cool so that that'll be an exciting cast as well so thank you guys for listening as always thank you again noob type and we'll catch you guys in the next one peace hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.